0: And welcome to the Bat and the Snack podcast, the podcast that's going to bring you up-to-date movie news, TV show news, and video game news. We're also going to have a little bit of segments, if they are coming around with rumors, called the Rumor Mill. And join with me, as always, is my friend, Captain Snacky.
1: Hey,
2: nice to meet you. Good to have me. What? Thanks for having me here.
0: Meet, meet me. We're, we're longtime friends.
2: We talking about? I'm talking about the audience, right? We're speaking to an audience.
0: Oh, yeah. There's
2: a podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Hello, audience. Over. I am. Uh, I am Brett Man, or you can call me Brett. This is my friend. I'm gonna
2: call you Batman.
0: I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have a we have a long list of news today for our first episode. Let's just get right into it. So uh, I know you, you, I've been trying to keep my friend C here in the dark with a lot of the topics. That's going to be the thing with uh, our show is I'm going to be the one that's going to be doing a lot of the research and C here, he's not going to really know a whole lot and we're going to get his honest opinions right off the bat with these topics, which I think is going to be pretty interesting. Starting with the uh,
1: the hot seat, right?
0: Yeah, you're in the hot seat. So here we go, getting right into it. So DC, right, DC Comics, has had a big film schedule shift. Have you heard about this at all? No. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. So I'm uh, according to the variety, these are all the movies that have changed release dates. Now, they haven't all been pushed back. One has been pushed forward, but we'll get to that one last. So all the movies that have been pushed back are Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, The Flash, Black Adam, and DC's League of Super Pets have all been pushed back. The one that's oh, been damn. pulled forward is Shazam Fury of the Gods.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Now they none of them have uh I, I don't want to say none of them haven't been pushed back too far, but uh some of them have. But, like, uh, Black Adam, the original release date was July 29th, 2022, this year. And it's been pushed back only to October 21st,
2: 2022. Okay. So, like, fall.
0: Yeah. I, are you looking forward to that movie at all?
2: Black Adam? Yeah. yeah it wasn't Hold on. Like, I can't remember, because, like, every time I thought about the movie, I was like, am I crazy when I, like, remember seeing something as, like, The Rock playing Black Adam?
0: Yeah, The Rock's playing Black Adam, which, crazily enough, that was announced like 15 years ago. This movie's been just delayed and delayed and delayed, and it's gone through different writers, different directors. But The Rock's always been like, yeah, at some point we're going to do a Black Adam movie, or we're not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just going to happen at some point. Okay, I remember seeing... It probably was long ago too, and I I was thinking to myself of my like, Black Adam, The Rock, and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. That sounds like some crazy like extra thing. So I'm actually like surprised. I'm oh no, he's actually gonna be. Black Adam. Yeah, I, I totally I, forgot about that.
0: I'll look up a a picture of the because they they had a like a a trailer for oh these are the movies that are coming out this year officially released. I even saw it in theaters when i went mm-hmm. saw the batman with robert pattinson uh and they were like these are the movies coming out in 2022 not all of these movies are coming out in 2022 anymore but uh yeah they that was the most black adam footage besides the one that came out at the dc fandom last year of just him coming and frying that one dude remember seeing that one
2: no i didn't see it
0: uh well anyways so it had some footage and it's it's people are like, oh, the rock is actually doing some acting besides, you know, doing just the smoldering look, which the smoldering look is one of the things I'm going to be dropping here in the discord for you to see. So I want you the to smoldering check. look. Yeah, you you're
2: know. talking about like the vine boom look. Is that what <laughs> You're talking about
0: you, you'll see when I put, put it in there. You'll be like, oh, that's the smoldering look. That's what that is. So you're talking about you're talking
1: about that's the rock okay. smolder. Oh,
2: I see. I see. I I thought you were talking about like that one where he's like raising an eyebrow. He's looking at like,
0: I'm sure he does that probably once or twice. (laughs) I thought that was the
2: smoldering look.
0: Close enough. It's close
1: enough.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, so uh, that they released just a couple clips of that, but no full length trailer for that one yet. Uh, So its original release date, July 29th, is what the DC League of Super Pets movie has been moved to. It was originally slated to come out May twentieth, twenty twenty two. Okay. You have you heard about this one?
2: Yeah, I remember seeing something about it, and uh, was it Kevin Hart and The Rock again? The Rock, yeah,
0: The Rock. The Rock also. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's playing Crypto, and Kevin Hart is playing Ace the Bat Hound. Yes. And uh, they just announced Keanu Reeves is playing Batman in the movie
2: what oh shit okay
0: yeah it's pretty cool and they had a whole trailer oh. like, like a one minute trailer of just keanu reeves's batman talking to the bat hound you you want to you want to watch that trailer
2: yeah i can watch that trailer you want to throw it in real quick
0: yeah i'll throw it in here let me, let me...
2: <laughs> it's so funny because like the first thing i think when i think uh keanu reeves yeah as um like the owner of Bathound. I'm like, oh, someone's gonna hit Bathound and he's gonna go John Wick on him. I'm like, oh, oh. no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: what I really like about this trailer is they use Danny Elfman's score from the Michael Keaton Batman movies for his theme song.
2: Oh, cool, cool. Here, I'm uh play it here. Do you wanna like do a timer or like just click it?
0: Just just click it. <laughs>
2: you are a dog. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> You know, this is one of my favorite like sounds, too, because I always think of um, Lego Batman. Lego Batman
0: used it. the same soundtrack, and that's what I really like about those games. Uh, did they use them in the third game? I remember playing the first two. I don't remember the third game that much.
2: I don't remember the third either. Didn't they have more people? It wasn't just Batman at that point?
0: Yeah, they had like the entire Justice League. I, I actually have that DC Supervillains one that came out a couple years ago, but I've only, like played like the first mission in it it gotcha, didn't really yeah. grab me like the first two games did
2: i gotcha yeah it was it was pretty fun i i i want to play the second one well i'm playing the first one like a little bit here and there with my girlfriend oh yeah and we've been like slightly getting through it and i what i want to do is because i'm getting a new computer i want to plug up computer laptop i want to plug in my laptop and i want to lay like right in the middle of the bed you know And then she's on one side, I'm on one side, and we're just, like, playing through Batman, Lego Batman, and just knock it out.
0: Yeah, my wife and I did that not too long ago. We played through the first three Lego Batman games, which is really surprising. It wasn't but, like, a year, a year and a half ago, and I don't remember the third game at all. Oh, really? Except for, because I'm a really big fan of the Arrow show and the Arrowverse shows, and they had a green Arrow uh, DLC which it like existed on the island for the in the Arrow show and it
1: had oh, like, okay.
0: yeah it had Stephen Amell come and actually voice him and he had like this really dumb like <laughs> monologue uh, and it was he, he's like everything is like pointy and green and it was like him <laughs> in his like serious Arrow voice but like saying that it's dumb Lego script stuff essentially <laughs> But yeah, I love
2: those script stuff, man. That's the best.
0: Yeah, so I'm actually really looking forward to DC League of Super Pets. Uh, I'm kind of sad that it was pushed back. So is my wife. We were looking forward to this movie. But hey, it's only two months and just over a week. So not too bad of a move. Uh, then Then we look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That movie was originally slated to come out December 16th, 2022, right at the end of the year. But now it's been pushed back to March seventeenth,
1: twenty twenty three. Oh
2: wow! Whoa!
0: Yeah, we're we're uh getting even further away, which is crazy to me because it it kind of seemed like it was the movie that was the most done when I was uh watching the DC fandom. It seemed like they had the most footage from behind the scenes, and I was really looking forward to it. You know, Jason Momoa back as Aquaman. How how can you not like that? But also uh black manta being i'm pretty sure they that they said that he's the main villain and i really Ooh. like how they set him up in the first movie with the mm. end credit scene and he had that really cool fight scene in like egypt or wherever it was in the first movie mm. uh did, did, you, did you like the first aquaman movie
2: yeah i wasn't uh mad with it I, yeah. I definitely enjoyed it i had a good time you know it was probably like the best thing i could expect out of aquaman like as a, a movie like, it, like, I don't know, something about Aquaman is just... Usually I see Aquaman, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think this adaptation that they did with Justice League and with um, his own movie has turned out pretty good.
0: Right. Yeah, and yeah. which which is really crazy because a lot of people before Jeff Johns, the comic book writer, remade Aquaman and made him, like, super awesome. People would just think back to the, the Super Friends show and just think, like, oh, it's the guy who... <laughs> just talks to fish and would call on the dolphins or whatever to come save the day. And then they were, they took, it seemed like they just took Jason Momoa's energy. Uh, cause he's Hawaiian, right? I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian.
2: I, I believe you. I don't know though.
0: I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian, but they took like his Hawaiian energy. Uh, and they took that. And then what Jeff Johns wanted to do with Aquaman and the comic books, and they morphed it together. And it was cool because they had all the stuff from the Snyder verse movies already built into him, so he had you know like the cool tattoos and the cool suit, and then his Trident, which wasn't a trident, had like five points, which uh mm-hmm. they were like, all right, yeah that we see what Zack Snyder did there, but let's take that and then also bring some comic book in because at the end of the movie he gets his comic book costume the the gold and the green and the actual yeah. golden trident and i that it looks super awesome on him. It on anyone else, I bet it would have looked just as dumb as in the Super Friends show. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the one of the only released images for this movie is him in a different costume. He has like a like a a light blue and gray costume here. I'll see if I can look it up and drop it in for you.
2: Yeah, if you want to grab that. That's one thing I think is, like, real funny with, like, comic book movies, like, live action versions. Yeah. It's like, no matter how hard they try, it always comes out just a little goofy when you see these people wearing their comic book gear. Like, you know, it's just. Yeah. Like, you see, like, the Fantastic Four, and you're like, oh, I don't know. It still looks kind of goofy.
0: Well, Like those first two Fantastic Four movies were goofy. You know? Definitely,
2: definitely. Oh, remember Silver Surfer back in those days, oh, man? Oh
0: man, I do. I do. <laughs> that
2: was funny. Okay, I'm seeing the picture you sent here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a nice looking suit right there. You did a good job.
0: You 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 like the this uh light blue and like or d- is that a dark blue? Dark blue dark, and dark uh, gray, <laughs> yeah. And gray suit over the gold and the green?
2: I like mm-hmm. it actually, yeah.
0: I guess it's it's fitting, but I kind of really liked how they ended it, the first movie, just like, yeah, he's awesome, and yeah, he's wearing gold and green, but he makes it work because he's Jason Momoa. I I hope they have both suits. It's not just like, oh, he's got a new suit just because now. I I hope this one is like a specific purpose, like he's on a stealth mission or something.
2: You want it to be like Spider-Man? Yeah, where he's got like four suits in one movie.
0: Yeah, four suits <laughs> in one movie. No, I just I don't want them to just make make it seem like the gold and green never happened because I really like that suit. I'm I'm gonna be honest.
2: Gold and green isn't bad. I'm just saying, like if they went with this like blue and gray, I wouldn't be upset either. I yeah, you know, I like my more neutral like like toned down colors. You know, right. I like so to how- me like it looks good.
0: His abs, they really make me think of like the Val Kilmer and the George Clooney Batman abs where they're like super fake, but they're just installed on the suit yeah. and they're super puffy. Like, yeah, he's got an eight pack. And then, you know, George Clooney <laughs> did not have an eight pack. He did not show off his eight pack if he did in that movie. Yeah. Which is really funny because that came up recently with Nicolas Cage. Uh, they were asking him if he was going to be in. Uh, the Doctor Strange movie coming out and he was like uh, I haven't heard anything about it and they're like do you get upset because people think that your abs were CGI in the first movie and he's like I absolutely get upset and that's why I don't work out that hard anymore is because everyone thought my abs were CGI'd in that movie but they were just 100% authentic so I, why <laughs> would I work out like that again if no one's going to believe they're real <laughs> I, I don't blame the guy, but I feel kind of bad because I also thought they CGI is <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: man Poor I was guy. like
0: Nicolas Cage wouldn't work out that hard for ads <laughs> Oh well I'm sorry Nicolas Cage. Um but yeah, moving on. This is this is the big move. This is the thing that A was super shocking and B the most dramatic change, uh, release date wise for the flash. So the oh, original... and that was
2: like the big one too. that was yeah. the one I was most excited for.
0: yeah, the original release date was November fourth twenty twenty two Can you just take a guess when its new release date is now
2: twenty twenty
0: four all right that's a little that's a little drastic <laughs> because. Yeah, this movie was having similar issues with Black Adam. It was having different directors, having different writers. It kept getting rewritten, and everyone wanted... They didn't know where the universe was going, and The Flash is like the big movie to be like, this is where the universe is going. Because, you know, things like Flashpoint and... The Flash has a big stake in every universe he's in on where the universe is going and where it can go. Because he Mm. can just if he just goes back in time and he changed one thing, he could potentially change everything in the universe. Right. Which is just like any writer's like wet dream,
1: essentially. (laughs) Uh,
0: So it's been having a lot, a hard time. And this movie has been moved back to June 23rd, 2023. June 23rd, 2023. So that's, if you're counting seven months push that is a harsh push man but for reasons uh that we'll bring back up in the rumor mill section of the podcast we'll go back into why i think the movie's been pushed back and what the rumors are saying about the movie but we'll get mm-hmm. back we'll get into that later
2: oh do you think they're gonna like mess up the flash's dialogue again like do you think they're gonna make him like too annoying or they're gonna make him like you know kind of cringy because I, that was one of the things I was scared of. I was just like, man, like the Flash was like getting some decent dialogue, but then like I heard him in like, I, I not Snyder Cup, but the other one, and I was like, ooh, like, I do like, Josh, yeah, yeah, I did not like hearing him. You know, I was just like, shut up. I I, and really, I hear the Snyder, and he was fine. He was, he, he was better.
0: Yeah, they they took all of his character out really, and just made him extra comedy. Lame. Uh, he, they were just like – he just <laughs> give him jokes. It doesn't have to be funny jokes. Just give him jokes.
2: Exactly. Which, that's uh, what they did.
0: I think uh, – have you heard the – like people call it the Justice League or is this your first year hearing it?
2: No, that that's the first time I'm hearing it.
0: It's funny though because, you know, Joss Whedon ruined that movie. And it's yeah. definitely the studio's doing because they were like, hey, he had a lot of stuff and we need butts and seats – and we need them as often as we can, so to be able to have theaters fill up faster, have more the- showings in a day, more money each day for movie theaters and us, make those sh- movies shorter. So, he, you know, with the Snyder Cut, you know, he takes it all all this stuff out, he refilms a lot of things, and then boom, you have the Justice League, essentially, which that mm-hmm. movie was, unfortunately, a dumpster fire, but thankfully, Jack <laughs> Snyder's... Justice League uh was fantastic which we'll get more into in a little bit Zack Snyder's Justice League. But to continue going on with the DC film schedule shift, the one movie that was moved up. Do you do you remember do you remember the one movie we haven't talked about yet?
2: One movie moved up. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, no, can't think Shazam, of it.
0: Shazam, Fury of the Gods.
2: Oh, Shazam, that's right.
0: So it was originally supposed to come out June second, twenty twenty three, right around the time the Flash is coming out now, and now it's coming out December twelfth,
2: twenty twenty two. Oh wow! Major push up. Major nice. push
0: up. Six months. Uh, six months shift. And Had to
2: fill in for the drought.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it did. But this this movie, uh, the fact that it's coming out two months after uh Black Adam now is really interesting cuz you know Black Adam has the same pow- he gets the he has his powers from the same place essentially that Shazam or Captain Marvel if you're a comic book guy like me uh gets his powers they have the same powers um and their adversaries really uh Nemesis Nemeses Nemesises I don't <laughs> know what the plural of Nemesis is uh but yeah so cuz a lot of people wanted to see Black Adam fighting Shazam and Shazam 2, but they said, no, we're not going to do that story yet. Plus, we want Black Adam to have his own movie first. But the fact that they're coming out so close together is kind of making me question, why are they coming out so soon together when everyone knows about their comic book history together? Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see something in the end credit scene uh, making like Shazam 3 or Black Adam 2 Or they're gonna just make a Godzilla versus King Kong movie, essentially Shazam versus Black Adam.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, similar to like Batman versus Superman, where it was gonna be like um like a tie-in.
0: Hopefully, they don't cut up that movie with the the problems that the theatrical cut of Batman v Superman had. uh, Was they cut out an essential thirty minutes of plot just so you know they would have more butts and seats. Uh, in theaters, which was really sad because the Ultimate Edition, not a a lot of people have went back that didn't like Batman v. Superman watched the Ultimate Edition and uh, realized, hey, this movie was actually way better than uh, I remembered it because they cut out so much of the movie. Did you ever watch the Ultimate Edition?
2: No, I didn't know that an Ultimate Edition even came out.
0: Yeah, so when the Blu-ray came out for that movie, they had you could either just go buy the theatrical cut or the Ultimate Edition, which was the missing 30 minutes from, like, it's it's essentially the 30 minutes are, like, in the first half of the movie. But that's, like, oh. the, <laughs> it's really important stuff that they just cut out because there were so many loose threads that Jeez. that they just, they just cut all these story threads and they were just flowing in the wind and people were like, what was up with that going on? And when you watch the <laughs> Ultimate Edition, you're like, oh, that oh, makes so much yeah. sense. And the warehouse Batman fight scene, because uh, it's rated R now. The Ultimate Edition's rated R. Um, okay. The they added blood, so like there's a part where like Batfleck, as he's called, <laughs> Batfleck take he like grapples like the a wooden crate and he throws it at a dude's head and he like hits against like the brick wall, but like there's a blood spatter that comes out Ooh. of his head, dude. It's yeah. it makes the warehouse scene even more intense. I'm gonna be honest.
2: Does it look? does it look more like an Amazon prime kind of like fight scene where they just got like all this crazy blood and stuff going all over the place? Uh,
0: No, not that (laughs) it's not the boys (laughs) level crazy. (laughs) But one thing, one thing I do think about is like Batman gets stabbed with a knife. Right. And then he just, the guy who stabs him, he just intimidatingly walks up to him. He rips the knife out of him and he puts it in his shoulder right where he stabbed him. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, Not only is that just really brutal for Batman, but he also could have just given him, like, many diseases from the blood-to-blood contact there. (laughs) (laughs) He's ruining that guy in the long term there.
2: He got him good. Yeah. He's paying. He's paying for his crime. You know, he doesn't even need to go to jail anymore. He's good. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that's it for the DC films move, but there was one non-DC Warner Brothers uh, movie that was pushed. Uh, Do you want to hear about that one?
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So did you hear about the Wonka movie coming out? No, they're making, they're making an origin movie for Willy Wonka. And Timothy Chalamet, who did you see Dune?
2: Yeah. So I don't know who that guy is though.
0: Yeah. The main character in Dune.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So he plays Willy Wonka and it's an origin movie. It was originally slated to come out March 17th, 2023 which if you remember, that's the day Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom's coming out now. Okay. Um, It was pushed back to December 15th, 2023. So we won't see that movie to the end of next year.
1: Oh, brother. They
0: they have released one, as far as I'm aware, only one image, but it's it's a pretty interesting image uh, from that movie. Mm. Uh, Let me look it up.
2: Just concept, basically.
0: Yeah, it's... Oh, so yeah, there are paparazzi images, but this is... This is like an official image from the set. So that's
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's good. Well done. That's yeah. a well done Walker right there. He looks really good.
0: Yeah, he does. It, and uh I don't think it's going to be at all like Johnny Depp's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Tim Burton as the, uh, Tim Burton directed that, right?
1: It would yeah, make so sense it's for the Burton.
0: aesthetics for that movie. But yeah, I I was actually really hyped for this movie, and I'm really sad we're gonna have to wait. What is that like nine months longer now?
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of a shame because I love Willy Wonka, like like every movie, like the original, and then the Tim Burton version, yeah. amazing. The Muppets version, even better.
0: <laughs> Muppets version. <laughs> I, if I saw that, I, I'm definitely it was. I was too young to remember it. Hmm. I I might have to rewatch the Muppets does Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) I'm gonna have to see what that's all that's all about because I like the Muppets. What? No, no, you can't have anything wrong with the Muppets. Muppets.
2: I love the Muppets. It's it's such a shame too because I love the Muppets, Mm -hmm. but um, my girlfriend hates the Muppets. She's like, absolutely not. I'm like, come on, like
0: you didn't even give me a chance, (laughs) chance." (laughs) man. I, I don't like, know what nah, you could not nah. like about the Muppets. Uh, they had they had at one episode, uh they had when Elmo, I think it was, had a talk show and they would like yeah. do a weekly talk show. They had a guy dressed up as Batman and they had Batman on the talk show. And the, yeah. I saw a post on like Reddit the other day and it was like I've looked everywhere in like the the Muppets Wikipedia and like all these fan websites for the Muppets. There's like mm-hmm. no casting anywhere for who played Batman. So like the, the end of the Reddit post was like, so all in all, the conclusion we just have to come to is this is the actual Batman that <laughs> Elmo had on the talk show. And it wasn't too bad here. Let me see if I, if I can see, find Elmo with Batman. It was, it wasn't too bad of a costume. It looked like the, uh, the new 52 style comic book costume at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. I found it. I'm about to put it in. Here we go. I love this picture, dude. It's so funny. That's go.
2: funny to think about, though. The new 52 Batman.
0: Wow! Yeah!
2: Oh, man. That's crazy. The actual Batman yeah. himself, you know? In person. That's him. Straight straight from Gotham. You know, he just popped up, sitting next to Cookie Monster.
0: Luckily, That's they caught funny. him at a, at a... There's no crime happening at right now.
2: That's no, they're all at the the late night show. Yeah, with they're Elmo.
0: they're in the, the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't turn out like the Joker movie.
2: You know? Oh man, I just thought about that though. Imagine the late night show myself like Jimmy Fallon—they had like a Muppet. Think about that for a second.
1: Well, that's <laughs> that's what this
0: was—this weekly <laughs> show with Elmo.
1: I oh man, but...
0: maybe they should have had different. I don't think Cookie Monster would have done very well as the host, though.
2: No, no, he, he's got a he's got an addiction problem, you he, know. He he, does. he couldn't really sit and talk about topics all day without getting to his like problems.
0: Or and Bert and Ernie, they would just argue or whatever <laughs> the whole time.
2: Yeah, you know, you, got, you have to have someone like a straight, straightforward fellow like Elmo or like Kermit.
0: Oh, dude, I got to post this picture of Batman. This poster is. Even oh I don't know I don't I don't know if this is good this is a webp file I don't know what that is but let's see if Discord will let me post this picture oh I don't even see it on here where I hit upload a file that's so sad it's essentially something happened and like Batman went into a fighting stance when when, and he's looking at Cookie Monster (laughs) all right this is a JPEG it's low quality. But you'll see what I'm talking about with the fighting stance. It's like he's mm. Mortal Kombat fighting stance or Injustice. Oh yeah, look at him. <laughs> he's and he's looking right at uh, Cookie Monster, who has his own little table off or podium off to the side.
2: Yeah, that's so, funny.
0: He must have said, "I I stole one of your bat cookies or something." <laughs> Did you? Because remember, Scooby Doo meets Batman. He had like bat cookies. Did he? Yeah.
2: No, I didn't see that. I still oh, have man, that on VHS, funny. dude.
0: Scooby Doo meets <laughs> Batman. I see that like Walmart every now and again. Scooby Doo meets Batman.
2: That's funny.
0: All right, well that that wraps up that topic. Let's let's move on to our next topic, which we we were talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League earlier, and uh, I did some digging, and the the news was originally reporting. From what I was reading, because they're just doing headlines. So, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League wins Oscar. That's not yeah. exactly what happened. Did you Did you hear that they, they won an award?
2: No, I don't watch the uh, Oscars. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not really too big into it. I, I only kind of hear, like, mm-hmm. out of, like, you know, other people, who, like, those things on, like, YouTube or stuff about it, like, later on.
0: Yes. You know? So they, for many years, the superhero movies have been getting the shaft, essentially, With uh, Oscars and all the fans are like, we love the movies and they obviously are loved because they break all the box office records all the time. So they should Mm -hmm. get some love. So they actually added two awards. They're not considered Oscars, but they are awards at the Oscars. Uh, And the two categories were uh, biggest cheer moment. And fan favorite movie, if I remember the second one correctly, which actually mm. Zack Snyder took the win for both of them. And the way the way you win is uh, it was like Twitter. People used hashtag like the hashtag for the category and they would put what the movie is that they would want to win. And the yeah. first uh, award, the fan favorite movie award, he won that one first, which was nice. the Army of the Dead movie that came out on Netflix. Did you see that one?
2: No, Army of the Dead?
0: Yeah, it's it was actually pretty decent. I mean, there's a lot of plot holes in it if you think about it a little too much, but it was it was pretty decent. It was like a a horror heist movie uh with zombies. So, okay. So like the plot is like uh they were transporting like a zombie from Area 51, it breaks out, and of course that's right in Nevada right over there, so it, it sees the lights of Las Vegas. Uh it goes over to Vegas, and like through a montage in the opening credits, you see like Vegas getting overrun by zombies, and it's really funny too, like a lot of funny stuff is in that uh montage, but then you yeah. you get at the end of the montage, they wall off Las Vegas and they contain the zombie outbreak to uh las Vegas and oh, then. Okay. It's it's like uh, the main main character is Dave Batista, and Ooh. yeah yeah, and uh, there's some other big stars in it too. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's uh, I haven't seen it since like it, the day it came out, so it's been a minute. But like yeah, Dave Batista is the main character, and it takes place I think like five years later, and he's he had like this big medal because he was in there, he was fighting. Uh, he was like saving a bunch of people, like before they walled it off. And like, he got like medals from like the president and stuff. So like, that was his big thing. And like, now he just works as like a cook at some restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And he hates his life. <laughs> and then the, uh, the guy who played Scorpion, I'm pretty sure he's, yeah, he's the guy who played Scorpion in the new moral combat movie.
2: Oh, that was so good too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he shows up and he's like, I owned a casino in Las Vegas. And I've already gotten the insurance money for the $200 million left in the vault. But Mm -hmm. hey, it's just sitting there. So I'll tell you how to get there if you uh, just go break in and I'll take half of what you get and we can recover the money because they're about to nuke Las Vegas to get rid of all the zombies. So he's like, $200 million is about to go to waste in my vault. So go Mm -hmm. get it. So he assembles a team and it's a heist movie. They break in to the restricted area of Las Vegas, navigating the zombies to steal the money. But the... Before it blows up. Yeah. uh, The really cool thing about it is, it's not just normal zombies. Zack Snyder actually made, like... The zombies have a hierarchy. Like, the ground... Yeah, the ground zero zombie, the one that broke out, he can make, like, either dumb zombies... Like the basic ones that you would just kill in The Walking Dead, essentially. Yeah. Or he can make other like sentient zombies, like he is. He's and like he's like a king, and he gets like a queen, and they like rule. They're like zombie king and queen over all these zombies, and he has like thugs that have some kind of they they have skills. And then there was like a tiger. There's like a zombie tiger in the movie that's really cool, dude. It, it's it's a pretty awesome movie.
2: This, to me, sounds like a movie version of, like, Shadow of Mordor, where they have, like, a nemesis system, where they have all these, like, um... Oh, what's the enemies in those games? Are they Orcs, Goblins? I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? In what games? Uh, Mordor. Shadow of Mordor.
0: Shadow of Mordor. Oh, they're, um orcs
2: They're orcs, right? Yeah, yeah, they're orcs. Yes. Yeah, so, so the orcs, they have like this nemesis system, and yeah. they have like a hierarchy. Yeah. And you can kill them, and they just get back up, and they like come back at you and stuff. Dude, that's what that sounded like to me. That's funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you watch? You didn't watch Luke Cage, did you?
2: I watched Luke Cage. That's actually the only one I've actually completed.
0: Oh, okay. So you know mm-hmm. Shades? Remember the character Shades? Yes. He's a he. He's a character in uh, Army of the Dead too.
2: Oh okay, cool, yeah, it, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm looking at um some like the stuff here and I see one of the guys from um Power, which is a show I used to watch all the mm-hmm. time. He's in there, like the main guy Ghost. Oh, so okay. that's cool. Yeah, so that that looks like a movie I would definitely wanna watch. Oh yeah. is it a movie or a show? It's a movie, it's, right? It's a movie.
0: They made a okay. prequel movie too called uh I don't I don't remember what it was called, but they made a prequel because of the safe cracker they they acquire in the movie they made a prequel about him a prequel movie which Zack Snyder didn't direct he produced it and maybe even wrote for it I can't remember off the top of my head but I know he was Um, heavily involved in it and they're making an army of the dead sequel too as well Mm. yeah which is a I'm looking forward to that one a whole lot because it, it definitely lays the groundwork at the end of this movie for a sequel which when you watch it you'll understand what I mean so that was the first award that Zack Snyder won out of these two fan awards. The second one was the uh, biggest cheer moment. Yeah. So <laughs> you remember Steppenwolf wins the, the Trinity happens with the mother boxes and it starts to just destroy the world and like right. Barry runs really fast. And then he's like having that really motivational speech where he's like, it's all right now. And then he's like, like every step he's taking, he's rewinding time, and the ground is being rebuilt in front of him. Yeah. So that scene won the biggest cheer moment. Uh, okay. At, at the Oscars. Which. Yeah,
2: that's that's a good scene.
0: Yeah, it is. Second place for that was the scene in Spider-Man No Way Home where all three Spider-Man land on the Statue of Liberty's head. They okay. Pose for the camera.
2: Okay, that's also a good scene. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Zack Snyder. I'm glad he's uh getting some love, you know, because he's 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 had a hard time, especially with the reason why he left Justice League originally the first time. And then Warner Brothers should have just waited for him. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's getting some love. Maybe now that it won such a big award, maybe they'll actually consider it uh, giving a sequel. But there was a reason why it wasn't nominated for like Best Picture or Best Visual Effects. Because the Academy considered it not an original movie, but just a Uh, retelling of the same movie that came out in
2: 2017. Oh, man, that's not cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which, if you watch both of those movies, you're like, this is not the same movie.
2: Yeah, this is a completely different movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it was unfortunately left out of every other category, which was, a lot of people speculated That was a big reason why the Academy wanted to add the fan voted ones was because, you know, the fans brought the Snyder Cut to life. So they didn't want to have the Snyder Cut fans uh, to attack them, essentially, for not giving them any awards.
2: I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: And then they pulled through the the Snyderverse fans, the Snyder Cut fans. They all came together uh, and they voted it in. So good for them. I'm glad.
2: That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad there was something like for that. Because you know, he he definitely put a ton of effort into that. And oh. it was leagues better than the original one. I was like, you wanna completely different.
0: You wanna know a big uh a big thing that Warner he had against Warner Brothers on like every time he wanted to do something for the movie, he was like, Yeah, but hey, this you know he wasn't paid for that movie.
2: Whoa! Wait, what? He
0: accepted zero dollars to make that movie.
2: That's crazy. But that oh gave him look. a lot of the passion.
0: Yeah, it gave him a lot of pull in the movie because they weren't giving him any money.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was able to do whatever he needed.
0: Yeah, except for one thing, which I'm gonna skip around in the topics. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here there was one thing that they did not allow to be in the movie, which was sad. There was a scene with this in it.
2: Well, Green Lantern was supposed to be
0: in it. Yes, Green Lantern. Oh, and he was going to be black. He was going to be John oh, my. Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart Green Lantern was going to be in the movie. He was going to be played by a guy named Wayne T. Carr, which I don't think he's a very big actor. He might be a small actor because I did find him on Twitter and he's not even verified on there. And oh. He was like blown away that Ryan Reynolds follows him now. And <laughs> other got, Green Lancer. <laughs> yeah, so so they just released this photo not too long ago, this official look at him. Because all we had before here, I'll have to find that was a different photo of like behind the scenes, because you know, they weren't giving him any money, Zack Snyder, to film this scene. Uh and so he filmed it with like a a green screen in his uh driveway which I can't find that exact photo but here you can you'll get the gist just know that this is in Zack Snyder's driveway
2: man but oh that's upsetting because I have to say Green Lantern and uh Martian Manhunter are, like two of my favorite heroes on the Justice League yeah and I'm like yeah I won't get to see either of them but like I love them and I'd love to see them in like a future movie at some point and, like, to, to see it's, like, Black Green Lantern, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan.
0: Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is really sad because I'm sure Ryan Reynolds could have been a good Green Lantern.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I don't hate him. It's just, like, he's not the Green Lantern I wanted,
1: you know?
0: Right. And, you know, people really like the, the Justice League animated show that came out in the early 2000s, which... It heavily uh, featured John Stewart, uh, Green Lantern. He was he was the main Green Lantern in that show.
2: Yeah, that's my thing. Like, um, when I was getting into like Justice League, and I like jumped into HBO Max, and I was like, you know what, man? Like, let me let me see what all this DC stuff's about. I jumped into Unlimited, and I'm like, oh my god! I like I totally forgot this was stuff that came out when I was young. And I'm like, I would have been like way more into DC if I watched this when I was growing up because I like DC, but like to me, it was always like, ah, they didn't really have something that really stuck to me. Right. Mm -hmm. But Justice League Unlimited was just, it was so beautiful, man. It's, it's one of my favorite like cartoons of all time. Here we go. And I found the picture. I love seeing my boy Green Lantern in there and like he was getting all the girls, you know, he was just that guy. And, um, yeah, everyone in that show was just amazing. I It made me love Green Lantern a lot. It made me love The Flash a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already loved Batman, but Batman was cool in that show. Yeah. oh batman was one of my favorites of that show he just talked to anyone like you know man you suck you're the
1: worst
2: (laughs) i'm way better than you i'm smarter too oh man look at him he's 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 out there man
0: he's it's not just arrogance with him it's confident arrogance and everyone knows it's true too yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) they got like superpowers and they're like oh man batman he said i was stupid today damn
0: I must really be stupid. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh man. oh man. Batman said he beat me up. Like I better just give him my lunch money now before he does it.
0: <laughs> he doesn't even need my lunch money.
2: He's yeah, like he just <laughs> He's just doing it to show me he could.
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: look That's look, crazy. This is seriously in his backyard.
0: Yeah, it's he filmed it in his, his driveway. driveway. Yes. That's, which he ended up almost doing something similar with the, the Joker nightmare scene at the end with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto finally joining together. They were not going to do it like this, but he actually talked them into that scene from what mm-hmm. I understand. So they did that in a studio with green screens, but he almost did just like this in his driveway with his green screen and camera set up, <laughs> which something really cool about Zack Snyder, when you don't talk about other directors Other directors, like the Shang-Chi director, for example, talked about it when he was breaking down the bus fight scene in that movie.
1: That's Uh, a good scene. Yeah.
0: So, like, when when the director's in that, he's, like, looking at a monitor somewhere many feet away from the scene that's actually being shot. But when it comes to Zack Snyder, he has his own camera. He has his own lenses. He's actually one of the people that is, like, when they're doing close-ups – Or if he's setting up a shot, like he has like his own like lens he carries around with his like and he'll he'll set up the shot beforehand, like a handheld lens. And he's like, yep, this is where I want the camera. And then like if he has like a close up shot, like an army of the dead behind the scenes, you'll see it a lot. he will have he's holding the camera. He's doing the camera work and he's he's doing it himself. He likes getting in there. He's like, I don't understand why directors like standing, looking at a monitor many feet away. I like to be Mm -hmm. in there. It makes it feel more intimate, and you get, you actually get the feelings and the emotion, and the shot you're looking for. That kind of
2: and and that's that's something I like see people do, and I'm like, yeah, they must really be passionate about what they do to like really put in that extra detail, Mm -hmm. do all these little things. You know, like if if he's doing stuff like this, like out of pocket, and you know. And he's like getting up and he's like holding the camera personally. He's doing like that. That makes me think like he's really doing this, like not just for fans, but like, because he really just likes doing it. You yeah, know,
1: he, like he's he
2: personally it. like invested because he likes what he's doing. Well, he likes what he's filming. He wants to make like some real art out of it. Yeah. And that's nice to see.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it's really cool. Cause, and, and that's, what's even more sad about it is, you know, he really likes it. And the fact that, Warner Brothers kind of betrayed him by just like, "Oh, so I'm sorry you had uh unfortunately, you know why he left Justice League in the first place, right?" No. So unfortunately his um daughter uh committed suicide and he had to he had to take some time off cuz of course that's a, the worst thing anyone could ever live through is having not not just the fact that, he you know, his child has died, but also the fact that it was in such an awful way like that. So he said, yeah. I have to I have to go. I have to, you know, take some time off. I have to, you know, I have to set my priorities straight, essentially. And they're like, cool. Yeah. uh, We're going to finish the movie without you because, you know, we need to make our quota, our money quota yeah. for this year. Yeah. So we'll have just Joss Whedon chop it all up and do exactly what we wanted anyways yeah and then he doesn't get his sequels now because he he wanted to make uh three justice league movies
2: oh dude yeah yo i'd love to see another like two four hour films yeah dude with like more justice league characters in it and they're going fighting find some people oh that'd be crazy
0: i want to see the nightmare scenes come because you know they had dark side and, Dark
1: side.
0: and then, you know, they had like evil Superman with and, you know, Darkseid's looking for the anti-life equation. I want to see all that, you know, like I want to know why Batman really needs the Joker uh, in his team. What purpose is the Joker going to have? Uh, why did uh, Deathstroke agree to a truce with Batman? What's his reason for being there? You know, Mm-hmm. I I just want to see those those things. Unfortunately, who knows if we'll ever see it.
2: Yeah, I would love to see some cool like apocalyptic like heroes and villains teaming up for like some crazy cause like Dark Side. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just something that I'm like I'm never gonna see that live action. You know, like I I I can't think of a time if it is gonna happen. It's something that's gonna happen like a decade or two later when people are like. Like, more nerds are, like, introduced into, like, mm. you know, this kind of stuff, you yeah. know? Because, like, to me, like, that's such a comic book, like, esque thing. It's similar to how, like, Infinity War is, like, like, Infinity War is one of those things it's like, like, this will never happen, right? And it took, like, a decade for them to finally get something like that built out. Yeah, And I'm like, for for something like, like, a nightmare, like, doomsday versus, like, everyone in D.C., Mm-hmm. Like that's like a decade like process to build, and for in sense of DC with the people there, and they don't have them the strong like director like directors like Marvel did. Like I feel like it's just not gonna happen in a decade. You know, like it's gonna take like time. It, like it probably will never happen. It- as much as I love to be proven wrong.
0: You know what's really sad is Warner Brothers wanted to make their quota and they were trying to match Marvel and make all this money like they're doing and have like their big Justice League movie and all that stuff. Uh, they actually ruined themselves. If they had just waited and let Zack Snyder's Justice League come out the first time, they would have been able to make Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 and 3 and make all the money that they wanted in the long run. They should have just <laughs> taken the L on not making their quota the that for Q four or whatever. Uh and then just like, all right, we'll wait for you. They make all the money from Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then they're like, all right, what's next? But they, yeah, you they know it is. They pulled the rug out from themselves. That so unfortunately They always
2: will. That's yeah. that's the issue with them. That's just what they do best.
0: <laughs> Alright, so rolling right into peacemaker uh, do you care about spoilers? I know you said you're only three episodes in. Do you care about spoilers?
2: This um, not not for Peacemaker. Like, what, what kind of spoiler is it? Is it just like um...
0: so? It's there's some there's a pretty interesting cameo. It's literally like only a one to two minute sequence uh, in the finale, but it's some pretty interesting cameos. It's really funny. Uh, okay,
2: if it's cameos, but it's not like. Oh plot. no! Like this is like the plot, and no, like it just yeah. You know, I'll be fine then because okay. I'm enjoying the show. But like, I I won't feel bad if I'm just like, oh, is that guy for like two minutes at the end? You know.
0: Oh well, it's it's more than just um that guy. So the big finale cameos uh, that happened was they actually had Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller show up as Aquaman and the Flash. Oh yeah. They had the, Well how were they there? Okay, so at the end Boy, is that big spoiler? No, 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 no. <laughs> so at the end, the big thing that all the show is leading up to, they're like, This is way too crazy. Let's call the Justice League. And then Amanda Waller's <laughs> like, Is it really that bad? And they're like, Yeah, it is and she's she essentially hangs up and you just think, Oh, well, we're on our own and then the Justice League show up too late.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. They had they but had a, maker, takes care of it.
0: Yeah, so, like, they had silhouettes for Wonder Woman and Superman, but they actually had Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller actually have some lines. And Peacemaker, he he makes the joke, like, you guys were too late, way to show up at the end, essentially. (laughs) And, um, because remember in the first episode, you know, Peacemaker makes the joke that Aquaman, I I think it's the first step, maybe it's the second one, I can't remember, but he says, like, aquaman sleeps with fish yeah uh so he call he says something to aquaman he's like it's probably because you you were sleeping with fish or he makes some kind some... of joke it instigates it <laughs> yeah. again and he's like god mm. i hate that rumor and then barry <laughs> allen goes it's not a rumor and he goes i hate you barry <laughs> Just... <laughs> and then um but yeah, which which is really really cool that they had them, and uh, I want to talk about how they filmed those. But I wanna I wanna go more into the cameos that didn't happen. So you go you ahead. see the silhouettes of Wonder Woman and Henry Cavill, they didn't have them there, and they had body doubles, is because you know it's uh, Henry Cavill is probably filming The Witcher or something, and he was probably too busy, and also that's way too much money. You already have Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller. It's even more money to have other big-name cameos. But then you're also thinking, that's not the entire Justice League, is it? What about Batman mm-hmm. and Cyborg?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um,
0: so according to The Collider, it's talking about an interview they had, or someone had, with um, James Gunn. A variety asked him, why wasn't Batman and Cyborg? And he essentially just says, I don't know, that's, uh, that's above me which he was keeping the lid on something later on the body double for Batman actually took a picture and was like, yeah, they actually did have Batman and cyborg there, but they were edited out due to rights issues. Uh, the, Seriously? Yeah. So which the big rights issues thing has been around. If you're an Arrowverse fan, which I am, you will know about the rights issues for a number of reasons because they wouldn't allow certain characters on the Arrowverse shows because of rights issues um, like Batman for a long time. They weren't allowed to say anything Batman. They couldn't reference Gotham. They couldn't do any of those things. Cause you know, the Gotham show was on at the time they did at one point have Harley Quinn on an episode of season two, but mm-hmm. even she would just had to be called like crazy Arkham inmate or insane Arkham inmate, but it was clearly yeah. her. Like, you see the back of her head, and it's voiced by Tara Strong, who voices famously voices uh, Harley Quinn in a number of projects. But, uh, yeah, so th- this rights issue thing isn't isn't crazy to DC fans, but, yeah, they had filmed Batman and Cyborg, which is really sad. Uh, what do you think about the Justice League cameoing?
2: I... Think that's pretty cool, man. I, I do like the Justice League. The pretty cool people, you know, and you know, to think that they would one day be in WrestleMania with John Cena himself. <laughs> yeah. Going at it, you know, like Batman and Superman tag team in the heavyweight champ, like I, I think it'd be pretty cool, you know.
0: Yeah, it would be. You know,
2: like John Cena, like I think he's like really killing it in the show so far. Like oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every time he speaks, I'm like, this dude's a freaking idiot, and it cracks me up, and I'm laughing so hard. And I, what gets me the most is, like, I could definitely see John Cena, mm-hmm. like, actually saying, like, some of the dumb crap he's saying in the show, like, for <laughs> real. And that's what makes it that much funnier to me, because I'm imagining John Cena being, like, a like a half racist, you know? Right. And I'm like, no, I could totally see it, though. I could totally see it.
0: It's, it's really funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> there is a video on YouTube that you can find of like John Cena in like China or something. And he's ordering something from like a, a stand and they ask yeah. him what he wants or something in Chinese. And he responds back like in Chinese. Yeah. Or whatever the languages of the country he's visiting. In, which is really crazy. He might actually know... Like other languages, I don't, I don't know, but uh, I don't think he's racist, but he plays it. No, he, no. He plays like I have a racist dad, and I grew up with a racist dad pretty well.
2: Yeah, like he grew like the I had a racist dad, and like I kind of grew up racist myself because of his influence. Yeah. He played that part like spot on, and I thought it was the funniest joke, man. I was cracking up, yeah. and um, I love it. I yeah. Love it so I,
0: the 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 Jason Momoa's part, I'm pretty sure was filmed there on the set. James Gunn actually re- recorded um, Jason Momoa's lines on the set of Peacemaker, but Ezra Miller's was not. Can you take a guess where uh, they filmed Ezra Miller's scene?
2: Um, was it behind McDonald's?
0: No, it was actually on the set of get this guardians of the galaxy volume three
1: wait what he's in that
0: no no he's not
1: (laughs) what why is he (laughs)
0: so a character from peacemaker the 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 guy who's in charge of like their team the black guy
1: yeah yeah Yeah. so it was
2: myrn
0: yeah whatever his name is he's i can't remember uh guardians of the galaxy volume three And they actually had to film something like DC had to film something for Marvel on their set with his character. Uh, So they did that. And then Marvel essentially owed them a favor. And so James Gunn finished and Ezra Miller, I guess uh, I'm pretty sure I read like either like his schedule cleared up or something. I can't remember why uh, they waited but Ezra Miller was like, yeah, I'm cool. But since, you know, Marvel owed them a favor and they essentially did the same thing. So the James Gunn just filmed Ezra Miller's part on the set of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That's funny. Which <laughs> it's uh, James Gunn. It was either James Gunn or Ezra Miller. One of them said that there's like 15 minutes of footage because he just went like he was just ad-libbing for 15 minutes in <laughs> front of the camera as the Flash just talking about how the Aquaman sleeps with fish and all that. It's, I'd love to see those 15 minutes somewhere of Ezra Miller just ad-libbing being stupid.
2: Peacemaker, the ultimate cut.
0: The ultimate edition of the finale.
2: Just, yeah, just like 20 extra minutes of him just like talking shit about Aquaman.
0: Yeah. all right. That'd be funny. That's enough about the peacemaker. I wanna I wanna roll into a big topic that I've been honestly waiting to get your opinion on. I I've wanted to send you this for such a long time, uh, but I've been waiting for this moment. So uh, as you can see on the topics list, it's uh, it says that there is a deleted scene discussion, and I was I kept it vague for a reason. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No. All right. So. Matt Reeves, the director of The Batman, released yeah. a deleted scene from The Batman. Uh-oh. And I have to share it with you. And we oh, have to no. watch it right now. It's five minutes oh, long. No. It is so awesome. It should have been saved for the movie. It, it sh- I mean, it should have came out with the movie. Yeah. You, here we go
1: what did you think man that's wow yeah okay so
2: here's my thing right yeah that that version of the joker to me is so like he's ugly you know <laughs> he like is ugly. like he is beat up he is battered he definitely his hair is hair's all gross like yeah. like you can see the cut up on like one side of his face kind of yeah. like how like it's guard up like a smile, but it's just one side. You know how usually they do it on both sides to make it look like a full smile? Yeah. On him, it's one cheek, and it's, oh, he's hard to look at. His laugh, though, like, you know, that's that's a decent Joker laugh. Yeah,
1: decent.
2: his What he says is very interesting. Like, I, I think what he's talking about and, like, how he's getting into Batman's head, I can definitely see him getting that dynamic going for if he ever gets a movie with Batman. Which probably will happen, like, most definitely, right? Yeah. Like, if not ne- if not the next one, right? Like, sometime in the future with Robert Pattinson, like, Joker's going to be one of the villains.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm...
2: Oh, man, I'm, I'm kind of mad they cut that out. It's only, like, five minutes. Like, that's I think it fit in pretty well.
0: So, when they were doing the test screenings for the Batman, they were showing cuts of the movie without the joker in it and cuts of the movie with the joker in it and the way they were making it sound was just the scene at the end was the the scene that they were cutting in and out but it uh-huh. seems to me that they could have been either testing three versions one with both scenes one with just the end and then one with no of the joker but for some yeah. reason some unknown reason that scene was left in with the Riddler and the Joker talking, but this scene was cut. It might be. I have heard some people say it might be because they're paying homage to too many movies, uh, like the Seven movie, uh, with all like the crime investigating and how dark it is and people getting murdered. But then this would be very Silence of the Lambs, with you know the them going to the serial killer, talking to him behind the glass, trying to get his gotcha. perspective on a different serial killer. Like it being paying too much homage to other movies and not enough for your movie to make it shine. But this, they should have just not had, if they were cutting this scene, they should have just not had the scene with the Joker at the end because it left me wanting that scene at the end of the movie. I was like, I mean, I guess I could kind of see where they'd want to go, but it, I honestly thought it was really goofy and kind of stupid, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's so much going on in this scene, not just from Joker's character, but also Joker making Batman giving Batman more character in the scene because they're psychoanalyzing each other. While Batman, right, Batman's there to investigate the Riddler, but Joker's there to psycho- investigate the Batman. Investigate Batman. He's he's always like he's he's breaking him down. He's he's like you're uh, and then he's also kind of putting himself uh in the riddler shoes he thinks that you know he's saying that the batman's the main course but that's totally what the joker thinks it's uh obviously by the end of the movie no not to spoil it for people out there who may or may not have seen it the batman isn't the main course he thinks it might he might be at one point but he isn't uh but mm. joker's putting himself in there because he thinks batman's the main course
1: and right,
0: he really gets deep in Batman's subconscious because uh, Batman really does probably think that the commissioner and the mayor, who have both been killed by the, the Riddler so far for being uh, uh,
1: corrupt. Corrupt. Thank you. So, yeah. Corrupt.
0: They, uh, he does probably believe that they deserved it. And mm-hmm. that's really bothering Batman because he doesn't believe in killing, but he doesn't he's not too upset at the fact that you know they're dead and they were killed because he kind of agrees with it, and he hates yeah. that the joker's right about that, and uh there's just so much going on in the scene both uh over and what we can see and just reading between the lines and then there was something an eagle eyed viewer caught when on the front of the file when the joker first grabs it, there are three paper clips. But when the Batman grabs the file from the tray, there are only two paper clips left on top of the file. Uh oh. Yeah, so he. Joker took something. Joker took a paper clip.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So obviously he's trying to break out again. You know, dastardly villain. But and 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 not this movie set it up very well, and this scene would have just hammered it home. The the Batman movie felt very alive because it's not just like we're going to watch the movie and it's like every character's origin story is in every movie. It's, it's, it's establishing that there are characters out there and they all exist. Like, it's like, yes. boom, the Joker's already existed before this movie. He references it at the beginning. It's their one year anniversary. So whatever, it probably, whatever caused the Joker to become the Joker happened a year ago. And they definitely mm-hmm. talk like they've, he's, this isn't the first time. Batman's come to see him since. Yeah. But I totally think it probably was a falling in acid thing, because if you look at his face, it definitely looks like he's been burned by acid or something.
2: <laughs> he's got like a, uh, I don't know how to say, is it a pit bull or like a bulldog? But like the way his like mouth is all like wrinkled up, you know? mm mm-hmm. uh, It looks like one of them like squished up dog Ooh, faces. A pug a pug pug that's what i'm thinking of well, yeah yeah he's a...
0: when i when i first saw it i thought of this <laughs> so this is a um a clip uh, a clipped picture from uh the death of the family storyline uh that came out mid to late 2000s or something like that and yeah. essentially what it was was joker's face was cut off. And if you look on the far right, he has it's like, like a
2: thing holding it.
0: It's holding right? it. So he's got like no skin underneath. And he's his throughout the entire story of Death of the Family, his face is actually just becoming more and more green because you know it's decaying, rotting. Yeah. Yeah. But it, his face looks like it is now, where it looks super wrinkly. There's all these like textures and the big smile. Because you can definitely see he's got like a big red smile or something. You can see the shadow yeah. of it. Uh, it's really he's really gross, but I love the direction they seem to be going. And they have an Arkham show coming out. We were gonna talk about the Penguin. This is a good time to just jump into the Penguin show that they've officially ordered to series and HBO Max, uh, with Colin Farrell. But that that's not the only one they're uh they're ordering. Uh, they're looking into ordering an Arkham show. That one hasn't been officially ordered by HBO Max yet. It's still being presented, and they, they haven't made the official order yet. I think it's the same kind of thing when like they would have it on like TV. They would have a pilot, and if they like it, they would pick up the show. They're probably doing something the same as that, but it originally started as a Gotham PD show. They were gonna do like a, a about the police kind of Gotham style, Gotham PD, but in this world. But then yeah. uh, Matt Reeves said it it just naturally changed into an Arkham show. And I think if the because they they've just established you know Joker's in Arkham, and then at the end of the movie, they have uh, the Joker and the Riddler talking. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the people who haven't seen the Batman, which if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen the Batman. Um, they're talking. So you if they're going to make an Arkham show, I would like to think the Joker is going to be a heavy hitter in that show. And I think that's where we're probably going to see the character next. I honestly don't want the Batman 2 or whatever they eventually call it to be Batman versus Joker. I want it to be something different. I like that they used the Riddler in this movie. Uh, I really wanted them to make The Dark Knight Rises before it was officially Bane. I wanted The Dark Knight Rises to be a Riddler movie, but it didn't happen. I'm glad that the I love the Riddler. I want them to use different villains. I've seen a lot of people saying they want like Mr. Freeze to be the next
2: villain. Yeah, bring him back, man. That'd be nice.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so... I, I just like how they make this world feel alive. Not all of the villains are going to be just, it's their origin story. And then Batman stops them at the end of the movie, like mm-hmm. many of the other superhero movies are. Which And, you know, it established Penguin in the movie. And I, I thought Colin Farrell did an excellent job as the Penguin. Unrecognizable as Colin Farrell, though. You just <laughs> would not know that's him.
2: What did you yeah, think? I don't know. I don't know what Colin Farrell looks like. You know, know, let me let me look up a picture.
0: Yeah, look up Colin Farrell and you're not going to think of him.
2: Oh, I see it. I see it. You, that oh yeah, th- nothing. 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 Nothing like sure.
0: <laughs> And you know it's really That's funny. That's a night
2: and day difference.
0: Yeah, it's really funny cuz uh at an interview for the movie, like they had a bunch of people in the movie. They were like, "Uh, so Colin Farrell, what did you think about, you know, getting in all that makeup?" And he's like, I honestly loved it. It took about four hours, and I loved the whole process. But the fact that I'm so unrecognizable is if the movie's awful, I can just pretend like I was never in it and be like, no, nah, that wasn't me.
1: Yeah.
2: Honestly, and it would work, too. Like, I'd believe it because yeah. I'm looking at Colin Farrell, and I'm like, no. Yeah, no, that's not the Joker. I, I, well, not the Joker. That's not the Penguin. I didn't see him in there. Yeah. Not once. That's you, good. That's 20, man.
0: and he's like irish he's like super thick irish accent if you've ever heard him talk with his normal voice he's always doing accents in movies like if you remember he played bullseye the villain in the daredevil ben affleck movie in 2004 i think that's when that movie came out do you oh, remember, I don't that even movie?
2: remember that yeah. no i don't remember that movie
0: he super overacted that one and <laughs> he had like a bullseye in his forehead and like one of the lines was like, "See, I'm Bullseye. I've got a Bullseye in my head," or something. like that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is awful." I'm glad they fixed that where the Daredevil show, the the character, because I really like Bullseye. But yeah.
2: Oh, I'm I'm looking here. He he was um what's his name in Fantastic uh, Beasts?
0: Yeah, he was uh he he was. Percival. Grind- well, yeah, because he ended up being Grindelwald in the end. Grindelwald, and he was he was um just. I guess he was taking Polyjuice Potion, the thing that makes them change their, change their face. I'm assuming that's what Grindelwald was doing to look like Colin Farrell. And honestly, I really hated the fact that it was um, uh, Johnny Depp in the end. And I was yeah. like, oh, man, Colin Farrell was doing such a good job in Fantastic Beasts, and, the, and they've gotten to ruin it. Now it's not him anymore. Uh, you've se- Have you seen the Daniel Craig James Bond movies?
2: Oh, Daniel Craig. I'm sorry. I'm so bad with the actors' names. Give me one sec. The, the cur- he's, he's the
0: blonde James Bond. The the current James.
2: The Bond. current? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So okay. you saw
0: the first one, the the bad guy in that one. Yes. Yes. So the bad guy, the uh, Le- the chief, that guy. His real name is Mads Mikkelsen, and he's replacing Johnny Depp after the the whole controversy with Amber Heard and all that. So he's actually, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So he's going to be playing Grindelwald in this new fantastic beast movie. That's coming out, uh, in May. I think that's when that's coming out.
2: Okay. he should do a good job though. I'm looking at him now. Yeah. I think he'll do fine.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I'm really excited for the penguin series. Uh, I'm looking at the TV insider article. Uh, and this is, uh, a quote from HBO Max's head of original content, Sarah Aubrey. She's like, uh, she, I'm quoting here. We are thrilled to bring audiences a new version of this iconic DC character that they have never seen before. It is incredible to be working with Matt, Dylan, and Lauren on continuing the story to see Colin take his already exceptional performance in the Batman to the next level. Uh, as far as I'm aware, that's the only information we have about the show it's going to be centered around him and whatever taking it to the next level is going to ent- entail Entail exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, but
0: that's not the only thing that's cool about that's coming off of the show. Paul Dano, the guy who plays the Riddler, he's getting to write a penguin or a penguin, a Riddler prequel comic that is uh, coming out. And I think that's just super cool. I I think okay. it's really cool that they are giving Paul Dano uh the ability to write the comic book. Uh it's going to be called Riddler Year 1, kind of harping off of the Batman comic book uh uh Batman Year 1, but it's super cool. I'll post the the picture uh of the, the tease for the the comic book coming out
2: in the Is it going to be is it going to be like its own like thing? Or is it going to be similar to how he was in the movie?
0: Well, it's it's a prequel to the movie.
2: Okay, so yeah, so what happens in this is going to be something that like relates to the, yeah, the Batman. So it's going
0: to take it's going to take place before the Batman movie. I'm guessing it's the Riddler getting all set up for all the uh, all the stuff and all the killings he does in the movie.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm definitely down for that. I want to see like how his brain kind of like comes together with this crazy master plan. Cause he really did some damage. And I'm, I was thinking about it. I'm like, like how many like villains do you know who are like kind of street level villains in these movies do like this, like level of damage to the city before they're locked up,
0: yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, like, it's, I didn't pick it up at the time because it had been so long since I read it. But the Riddler actually did the same exact thing in, uh the batman comics before in the new 52 run uh it was called zero year that's essentially what he did he flooded gotham and he made it just like its own city state essentially and Mm -hmm. he just was like in charge of it of all the people that were left
2: that's insane man like he really did it though like like his master plan like worked out like he blew it up and like i felt bad because i was like man like batman like he was trying so hard like He figured everything out, but then, like, at the end, like, the damage was just too heavy, you know?
0: He figured it out too late, too. He was piecing it together as uh, the plan was unfolding, which was really unfortunate
2: for him. Yeah, yeah. It was too late. By the time he had, like, the last clue, it was just... It was... Yeah, there was nothing he could do to fix the issue.
0: And I I noticed this. Someone posted it on Reddit. I want to... I wanted to see if you'd noticed this. So I'm going to show you this and you're going to say, yep, that's the glasses that it's in the, the cover of that comic book picture, the clear glasses, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I was,
0: I didn't think about it in the movie, but there, there was a reason why they were clear. And I, I didn't even think about it. And especially since uh, I rewatched Batman forever, I should have picked up on it, but Jim Carrey, Wears the same glasses in the Batman Forever movie. Oh, here we go. Oh, really? Yeah, here we go. This is a good comparison photo. I found it. So check this out. Check this out. They're wearing the same exact glasses.
1: Oh, yo, you're right. The,
0: <laughs> what a crazy way to pay homage to a previous iteration. And something right. super subtle like that. And it, and it works so well. i wouldn't even picked up on it and i didn't and it once you know about it you're like that's dope
2: yeah i miss like that style of batman that old like school yeah that like yeah (laughs) i miss i miss goofy riddler Like, going around and Two-Face. Two-Face was kind of funny looking. He looked like, remember, like, the one side, like, the red side of him kind of looked like the Grinch. Do you remember that? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I do remember that.
2: That was a funny time, It's on
0: HBO Max right now. 4K?
2: Yeah. I remember, like, sitting on, like, the couch watching that with, like, Mm -hmm. my family, like, for, like, family bonding time. That was the funniest joke. I wonder if we still have those movies somewhere around.
0: Well, yeah, you can just stream it on HBO Max.
2: No, no, no. I want I want that grainy quality on my I, uh, I like CRT on the, TV.
0: Yeah, I have the VHS.
2: Oh, you have a VHS version? Yeah, I do. Oh, man.
0: I, it's I wonder one how much that like, goes for. I don't know, dude. Well, I Probably have, like $2.
1: $2 in
0: a, <laughs> in a $2 bin at a garage sale. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, that's all the DC-related movie stuff that I have for today. I wanted to just get into some other related things like a big topic right now you can't get away from it it just came out this week weekend uh to date this episode for everyone listening to the podcast this is the release weekend for the uh the morbius movie that came out and it is just getting the absolute worst reviews for any comic book movie i've ever seen it's just awful that's what everyone is saying is I'm looking at a a Forbes uh, article right here, which Forbes, you know, big time, right? The, yeah. the the title the head the headline is Morbius is one of the worst reviewed superhero movies of all time.
1: <laughs> it's Jeez, awful. Man.
0: And they're they they referenced Rotten Tomatoes early on in the um the doc, uh, the uh, the article, which is really sad uh that first the first movie they have at the highest of the lowest rating rated uh movies on Rotten Tomatoes superhero movies at 29 percent Batman v Superman which I don't think they have an Ultimate Edition version on Rotten Tomatoes I know they have a Zack Snyder's Justice League which is rated pretty well but I don't think they have a Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition if they do good uh but yeah it's rated too low in my opinion Morbius right now is sitting at, or at the time of this uh, article, was sitting at 21% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Jeez, man.
0: If you Are are you curious to know what the lowest ones are?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Take a guess. Out of all the superhero movies on Rotten Tomatoes, what have the Ooh.
2: lowest?
0: It's a tie. Um, a, I'm going I'm to tell you that it's a tie for two of them.
2: Is Justice League in there? No. Is suicide squad one in there
0: I mean it is but it's at 26 percent damn the lowest two I'm looking for the lowest two
2: oh jeez oh man lowest superhero movies fantastic four
0: yes the, oh the reboot of fantastic 4 that came out in 2015 is one of the two that's tied for the worst which is at nine percent
2: nine percent that's crazy I'm trying to think what else would get nine percent like what would be that shitty
0: I will tell you that one was like
2: was it new or older
0: the that one was more recent, the other one, the one that you can't think of was at the beginning ish of the decade or the uh what is this like the, the su- like
2: the superhero like craze
0: yeah, yeah,
2: oh God, like I shoot what what it came was, out during that time? It
0: was coming around the time of like x men Two I think was like another big movie at the time
2: I can't think of it. you got to just Templeman. tell me. Oh, Catwoman.
0: With Halle Berry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man, 9%. Man, 9%. I didn't know it was that bad. Shoot. Yeah. Not, it kind of makes me want to re-watch Catwoman. I haven't seen that in, like, years.
0: You don't. You, uh, if If you've ever seen any of the pitch meeting videos, if I've ever talked about it, just watch the pitch meeting, and he makes enough fun of it, and you'll get the gist of the movie. You don't need to watch that.
1: You don't have to
0: watch that movie. If you're curious. My love Hollyberry. Berry. Yeah. If you're curious to know what's at second place at 11%, it's the Electra movie, the spinoff of the Daredevil uh, Ben Affleck movie. Jennifer Garner really? played Electra at
1: 11%. I just,
0: you want me to just run down this list going back down to Batman v Superman?
2: Yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay, so, Listen, off. I want to hear this.
0: So, third place for worst is Jonah Hex at 12 percent Ooh, jonah hex he was so he's like a cowboy that uh he's he, uh it takes place in west the old west and whenever time travelers come around he lives in a uh he he knows a bunch of time travelers in the dc comic book uh movie or not or in the comic book universe so he's pretty well known when it comes to time traveling characters but Yeah, he's a character that existed in the Old West. Gotcha. Uh, He was actually featured in Legends of Tomorrow a few times, which I think is pretty cool. The guy who played him on there, really, really good. But, you know, unfortunately, he didn't really get any time to shine because he was only, like, a side character in a couple episodes.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Uh, At, what is this, one, two, three, fourth place, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin? Oh, it's tied with Jonah Hex at 12% for third place.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, man. I really want to see Batman and Robin again, though. That had Mr. Freeze in it.
0: Yeah. uh, Of all the bad superhero movies, that one's the most rewatchable because it's definitely like a movie you could sit down with friends and have a good time making fun of it the whole time.
2: That's what I was thinking. i like, I didn't think it would be rated so low strictly because I thought it was a really funny movie back in the day.
0: It, right. Back. And, you know, back in the day, I was drooling over Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy as well.
2: You oh, know. wasn't Bane in there? Bane. Right. Poison Ivy and Bane. Right. Poison
0: Ivy and Bane, who their plan was to cover the world in plants working together <laughs> with Mr. Freeze, who his plan was to freeze, freeze the, world. the world over. Not compatible, but somehow they were working together, I guess. <laughs>
2: Oh man, it's like two like crime like lords coming together and they're like planning, they're gonna turn on each other eventually, right? But you were just like, ah, right now we'll just like help each other out.
0: And then Bane, they made Bane really stupid and like he just said like one word line. She was like, step on it, Bane, and he goes, yeah, step. (laughs) He like hits the gas.
2: (laughs) That's what I remember too. That's what I remember. I remember like Bane basically being like mind controlled or some crap. To just do, like, all of, like, Uma Thurman's, like, dirty work.
0: No, he wasn't. Per- I'm pretty sure, like, when he got the the venom in him, it just made him st- stupid.
2: Oh, he was just dumb? He was just dumb. Oh, I thought Poison Ivy was, like, using him, no. like, you know, with her, like, pheromone, like, plant stuff. No, you he know? was
0: just dumb. He was just dumb.
2: That's funny, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, he was just, like, okay. Like, walking around. Yeah. Picking things up. Like, yeah. attacking random people. Uh-huh. Driving. So ugly dude so uh, i remember that though that shit was funny
0: all right and behind that at 18 percent ghost rider spirit of vengeance that's the second
2: yeah page. wait isn't that uh what's his name nicholas cage. cage
0: yeah <laughs> he overacted a lot in that movie he was like i'm going crazy
2: oh yeah i was about to say like nick for me like i feel like i've only seen like bad nicholas cage movies it always cracks me up because, like, when I think back on them, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like these are trash. And, you know, and uh, Ghost Rider, probably one of my favorites with really, Nicolas Cage in it, because I just laugh every time I see him like freak out, like before he goes like like skull mode. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. and you know what's really sad? I I honestly really like Ghost Rider the first one. Uh, it there's a lot of things that don't make a lot of sense in that movie. But it's honestly yeah. really good, and I really like it. He has, like, the comic book look. He gets, like, the spiky jacket. Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. He puts it on, and, like, all the little spikes just grow further out, and he gets the <laughs> comic book big spike, big, quote, unquote, big spikes. But, yeah, I'm like, that's super sick. I love that. And then they have, like, the really cool, like, the original Ghost Rider, or at least the last Ghost Rider for him. They ride together to where the big battle's going to be. And then he's like, all right, see you later. Have fun fighting them on your own.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was just joining in. Cause it'd be cool.
0: I, I knew that was going to be a really cool running to the final fight scene. Well, have fun with the final fight. I'll see you later. But yeah, that's that was
2: cool. I, I remember, um, original Ghost Rider was like a treat. I don't remember too much about the second one. I know I've watched it, but like, how old is that now? Like, that's like super old now. Right.
0: Mm. 2005, I think, the first one came out, right? Uh, I'm going to look it up.
2: I think it's 7.
0: 2007, you're right.
2: Yes. I don't know when the second one came out, though.
0: 2011, the second one came out. Okay. All right. Are so, they making
2: anything else with Ghost Rider?
0: Uh, they had him in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, but it wasn't Johnny Blaze. It was a different Ghost Rider. But the, okay. like I told you earlier, that there are rumors that Nicolas Cage was going to be in the new Doctor Strange because, you know, Professor X um Patrick Stewart is going to be in it and a whole bunch of other rumored people are going to be in it like Deadpool's rumored to be in it. And Captain Carter from the What If show her she <sighs> like, was on the the
2: poster Man I don't want to wait no more man how how much longer have we got until that movie comes out
0: I think May 5th or something in that movie
2: Yo out. I need to watch that like day 1 I know I mean, I want to see that I want to see that in 4D too that's another 4D Dude, 40. Movie right there.
0: I I'm tell I told my wife that we were going
2: to see that in 4DX. Yeah, that that's a 4DX movie right there, for sure. Yeah. Hands down, like, have to see that. Like, you already know they're going to do all this crazy, like, um, like, Matrix slash, uh, oh, what's that one movie where, like, the world is, like, basically, like, coming in on itself. You see, like, cities, oh. like, folded in half. Inception. You know what I'm talking about? Inception. Inception. They're going to have all those Inception-looking, like, scenes going on, yeah, they, and the seats are going to be going nuts. They're going to be flipping they're out.
0: They're going to go nuts. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see Spider-Man No Way Home in 4DX. I really wish I did, though.
2: Oh, I bet that would have been awesome I'll in 4DX. For sure.
0: I would have loved to have felt swinging with the three Spider-Men. God. Yeah. What a missed <laughs> opportunity.
2: Yeah, right. You could have been Spider-Man number 4.
0: Do you want to just roll right through the rest of this and get back to our topics or do you want to keep talking about each of these movies cuz I'm fine with either?
2: Either way, I'm honestly I want to hear these movies. I'm okay. with you.
0: Next behind it, we already talked about Morbius, 21%. Are you are you going to see the movie?
2: I thought about it, but like after hearing everything, I'm like maybe I'll just watch it at all. You know, like, maybe I shouldn't go and, like, see it in theaters. My
0: wife was looking forward to it more than I was, which I thought was really crazy because I've actually, like, my favorite, I've never really read too many Morbius things. I know Absolute Carnage, which I love Absolute Carnage, had Morbius in it a lot, Um, Mm -hmm. but I mostly knew him from the Spider-Man animated show in the 90s and uh there's like a whole thing like he turns himself into morbius but then blade blade as a character comes into the spider-man show and he's hunting morbius because you know blade hates vampires and morbius is the living vampire so naturally blade would hate him that was like i really liked morbius in that show so i was looking forward to it but not as much i think uh my wife really is into all the superhero movies. And she really thought from the trailers that it looked really cool. Like she, she really thought the vampire whole thing, but yeah, everyone's like, it's awful. Uh, he sucks blood, but it's only like he more Dr. Michael Morbius created synthetic blood. So that's the only blood he sucks in the movie. Oh, he's like a
2: vegan vampire.
0: Yeah. He's like, it's blue too, to make it even more obvious that it's not normal blood. (laughs) <laughs> so it's and then like he does like the same reaction every time he like sucks it in and like he he like buckles his head down he's like whoa every time he <laughs> does it and it, I'm just like oh it sounds awful and then uh they the director a couple weeks early talked about the end credit scene just spoiled it for everyone and ev- that's from everything that I've seen everyone doesn't understand the end credit scene, even though it was talked about with the director a couple weeks early, and they saw it with their own eyes, there are so many articles. It's like trying to make sense of the end credit scene of Morbius. I'm gonna look up. That's one. weird. Morbius, uh, end credit scene. Uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, Mor- from Indie Wire, the title of the headline is "Morbius: Confusing Post-Credit Scenes, Hints at Incoherent Twists for the Spider Verse." <laughs> <laughs> There's so many that are just like that. Uh which I it was already spoiled in the trailer that it vulture was uh gonna be in it. You know, Michael Keaton's Vulture was gonna be in the movie because he was in the trailer. But like yeah. the director a couple weeks early was like, Yeah, that's actually the vulture from uh Tom Holland's universe when the whole no way home thing happened, he hopped universes essentially.
2: <laughs> that's funny.
0: And I'm like, but how, though? How did you do that? (laughs) But why? And I guess uh, I didn't read what people are saying about the end credit scene because I I probably will still go see the movie because I want to just see it for myself, even if it is an awful movie. Um, But I'm imagining they're setting up for a Sinister Six thing.
2: I hope they are. I really want that. I really do.
0: Unfortunately, this is their second attempt at setting up for Sinister Six if you remember I, back to the amazing spider-man 2 that was yeah. the whole point of that movie was to set up for a sinister 6 spin-off movie that was going to come out and
2: i remember awesome. like seeing it cuz i didn't see it until way later right like i saw it in like preparation for the no way home movie mm-hmm. because i was like you know what my girlfriend has not seen any yeah. of these before right and I want to make sure that like we're both on the same page on why Spider Man is like one of the best superheroes ever. So I was like, all right, we're gonna watch all of all of the originals, and then we're gonna jump to Amazing, and then we're gonna watch the um, the Disney ones again. Cause she watched the, the some of the Disney ones, but um oh in fact we never saw Mysterio. We saw the other two, but then we never saw Mysterio. And then we saw the actual the new one. But um I was so mad. Because I never saw Amazing Spider Man two, and I remember seeing one, and I was like, I don't like one. I don't like it. Really? It's not that great. Yeah, I was. I was just not into his um his like super New Yorker like Peter Parker like stuff. Oh, well, here's my thing, in in his Peter Parker was very like you know weird kid like like skateboarding by himself like doing random stuff in like the street like nerd. Yeah, and like like to me like. He like he didn't seem like even in the least bit like relatable or like charismatic. Like he felt like that weird kid that you talk to, you know? And you're like, I don't like that weird kid, man. He's there's something up about him, you know? Like he's just like the way he talked to um uh what's her name? Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. I was just like, Yeah, this guy's a freaking geek. Like he's super <laughs> geek. You know? And I'm and I'm like, Peter Parker, like he's a geek, but like He's a better, like, I put him a nerd category, like, he's not that bad, you know? But, like, a geek, like, ain't nobody want to be with the geeks. Like, a nerd, like, a lot of people are nerdy nowadays, but you, you don't want to be caught dead looking like a geek. And, like, I felt like he was a huge, just huge geek in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then the second one came out, and I felt like he was more relaxed. Like, they were better, like, like, laying out his character. Yeah. You know, his dialogue and stuff like that just felt a little bit better. Sure. I, I liked it. I liked the second one a lot more. And um,
0: I am I'm. I'm gonna, I was
2: devastated to see the Sinister Six stuff was sitting there. Like, God
0: dang it, man. I'm gonna, never going to see it. This isn't a hot take for everyone else, but this is probably going to be a hot take for you. I'm the uh-huh. opposite. I really liked okay. this Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man 1. I thought he was really tight. Uh, I thought he was cool. I, I felt he was kind of relatable. And uh, a lot of the stuff that you Probably didn't like that I really liked was a lot of Andrew Garfield's personal thing. Like that whole skateboarding sequence was his idea. Uh, um, he thought it'd be a good idea for Peter Parker because he's getting his, his he just got his powers. He's still you know figuring them out, but he's you know he's he's got to go let off some steam, and he goes to skateboard, and you get to see a little bit of Spider-Man action. That gives him the idea to swing when he like goes a little too high, and he grabs the the chains. But I really liked that whole sequence. It was his idea. And I really like the part where he's finally in the costume and he's like, he attacks that one guy and he just yells out crotch and like, he he puts his crotch in his face and throws him And then like, he does like the small knives thing. He pulls out a small knife and he's like, oh no, my one weakness, small knives. And then like, he he webs him up after that. That was all improv that they left in the movie. I thought that was really funny. Uh, I, I, he really did have a geek. A lot of people didn't like him stuttering. I could have taken or left his stuttering. I, I, it, it was okay. I get it. You want to make him like a, a high school nerd and whatnot. Have him stutter. Ooh,
2: but, he was too much, you know, but his, uh, his high school was too high school. The, you know? uh,
0: the only thing I, the reason why I, I don't like it as much now as I, uh, after seeing the second movie, cause I saw both of them in theaters. After I saw the second, movie, I actually go went back and watched the first one again, and it actually made me not like the stuttering in the first movie more than liking it because it wasn't in the second movie. They just mm. completely dropped it, which just makes yeah. it feel even more forced in the first movie than in the second movie. So, but Andrew Garfield, I know this is gonna be a hot take for you. Hot take, he's still my Spider-Man.
2: Oh. Uh, I, like, listen, like, a lot of people really enjoy Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I think his second movie, really well done. I like him a lot, right? mm mm-hmm. um, I don't, like, like, I couldn't blame anyone for saying, like, after the second movie, like, oh, yeah, Andrew Garfield, their favorite Spider-Man, right? I can't blame anybody. Yeah. I prefer, like, a lot of the stuff that happened in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, yeah. and I just that early 2000s like movie feel to me like Mm -hmm. like how corny and like stupid they talked and stuff like that i don't know something about it struck a chord and it just it gives me that homey feeling
1: when i watch it you know
0: see i get what you're feeling i get all the nostalgia i love danny elfman's score he's the one who made the batman the tim burton michael keaton batman score uh, mm. he, he did the music for the Batman, the animated series, and he made the score in that movie, the He made that whole theme song. That's amazing. Willem Dafoe is still oh, one of my Willem favorite Dafoe. comic book villains of all time in movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh
0: um, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. There's a reason yep. why they brought those guys back because they, they absolutely killed it. And, I don't think anyone could ever really replace them as well no. uh, or, or do as good as a job as they did. Uh, I, I get what you're saying, but overall, movie-wise, I really like the, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, the graphics still hold up. I don't know what they did to the graphics in those movies, but there's some graphics in that one. Even in Spider-Man No Way Home, I was like, that didn't look anywhere as good as Spider-Man uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, and that came out seven years prior.
2: <laughs> is that Sony Animations, baby? It is Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures.
0: Sony Pictures coming at you. But I think we've talked enough about you know Morbi. Be- we'll probably talk more about the Amazing Spider-Man world. In <laughs> we the talk more
2: about Spider-Man than Morbi.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll talk more about the Amazing Spider-Man world at some point in the rumor mills, maybe in a future episode. Because there's a lot going around about Andrew Garfield. A little too much, to, because it almost warrants a, an episode by itself, all the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man rumors.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah. So um, we'll just leave that alone for, for now. Uh, following that on the Rotten Tomatoes score is at 22%, so 1% more than Morbius. And remember, all this is at the time of the article being written, which was March 31st. Yeah. Only a few days ago. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Did you see that one?
2: I tried to watch it twice, fell asleep both times.
0: I watched it. Uh, I was working nights on the ship and I had it going. I, I, I started it. I had to only watch, I had to watch half of it one night and half of it the next night. Cause I was mm. like doing print jobs in the print shop. And yeah. I was, uh, I just had it on while I did it and it was, I honestly was focusing more on the print jobs more than the movie because it just was so bad, so boring. I wish they they didn't have like the same Michael Fassbender plot line in every single movie with him in it. It's it starts off with him being kind of okay, except in the first movie, but like in mm-hmm. uh, Apocalypse and Days of Future Past, kind of, and then Dark Phoenix, he's like okay, whatever. But then something bad happens to him, and he's like, Actually, no, I hate the humans again. <laughs> just like in Apocalypse, you know, he has a, a wife and kid or whatever, and the wife and kid get shot, and he's like, I hate humans again.
1: Humans! <laughs>
0: yeah. And he's like, well, Come on, man. How many times are you going to do that? No, uh, man.
2: It's just on and off switch.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm not I don't want to talk about that movie anymore. I hate it. I I really wish Fassbender and uh James McAvoy would have been given better scripts because I really like them as Professor X and Magneto, but
2: X-Men could be its own podcast is like seriously like I would love to go back and just watch all those movies. Yeah. And then just go on like a podcast roll on all like how on and off good and bad they are, you yeah, know. Yeah, just talk about
0: <laughs> all the X That's a good idea. We'll we'll have to remember that to do a a deep dive on the x-men movies uh so following behind that at 25 percent, blade trinity
1: oh really yeah oh no
2: not blade
0: well people didn't like the movie and all the behind the scenes stuff also tainted the movie do you know about all the behind the scenes stuff for that movie
2: no I, i can't say i do i know about like the trilogy and like i have all three movies but like it's been a long time since I've seen the third one. I, wanna, I usually get to, like, two. Yeah. And then I, like, do other things because I'm like, I got time for all of
0: them. I'm going to write this down. if I want to do an, an episode one day on comic book behind the scenes, uh, like, madness, essentially. The Because that movie behind the scenes was absolute madness. Uh, I want to leave that one alone. I want to talk about that another day.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: Suicide Squad 2016, following that at 26%. Yeah, Uh, yeah, could have been. I'm
2: surprised. Well, I'm assuming the controversy is why Blade got worse than it. But I'm like, I'm really surprised. Like Blade, like did worse than Suicide Squad. But like, it's been a long time. A lot of stuff has changed, so I'm not gonna think too much about it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna just blow right through these because I want to get moving. Uh, These these next two are tied with Suicide Squad. Uh, green lantern with ryan reynolds yep and uh ghost rider one the first ghost rider
2: rest in peace
0: and then behind that batman v superman actually i'm gonna look up right now if there is a batman v superman ultimate edition for rotten tomatoes
2: like for like hour long film
0: it's it's a, no edition. it's, 30 three minute it's like three hours and like like 10 minutes or something
2: was that was the original movie only two and a half
0: hours? Yeah, it was. It was like right at two and a half hours, something like that.
2: Wow, that movie felt longer.
0: Yeah, because it really they cut did. out so many threads, and it made it feel.
2: It made it feel slower. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: I'm tell- it The Ultimate Edition I just saw was on HBO Max. Maybe you should give it a watch. I might.
2: No, I might do it.
0: Ultimate Edition doesn't have its own category on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, so it can't be graded. All right, well I I, I want to move on. We we t- we we took a real deep dive in the rotten tomato scores. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to start moving into the like uh the different things like just want to briefly touch on this uh the Fila made Sonic shoes. You you, oh, do you like shoes?
2: No, I'm not a sneakerhead, but you know, I'm sure guy? there's someone out there. Yeah, I know a couple of people who are definite uh sneaker dudes and I, I know there's one guy um he he's like one of my friends from work and he was like, hype me up. He's like, Oh yeah, man. Like I got the new, um, new sneakers last week. Yeah. And AMC hit me up and they were like, Hey yo, got some free tickets to the Sonic movie. Like, you know, free. I was like, what, <laughs> what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going in, I'm going to get them sneakers. I, was-
0: <laughs> I, I knew, a, I knew a sneakers guy too. Uh, I I just don't get it. Uh, I I know some people are like they follow them religiously and they they wait for new shoes to drop and they're like, oh my gosh, and then like they sell out and they're like there were only a hundred of these and I'm like, but did you even like those shoes? Did you even get a chance to look at them before you, you bought them?
2: No, uh, that's why I missed them.
0: Yeah, that's why I missed them. I was looking at them. <laughs>
2: oh, looking, looking at the shoes, man. Well, here Should let me
0: let me post the pictures of the shoes.
2: Not gonna lie, they look kind of nice.
0: They do. I would totally run in these. Probably, uh, I would have to wear the probably all black or something for them to really pop. But yeah, yeah. So uh, these shoes, uh, unfortunately, they sold out within 24 hours.
2: Makes sense. It is a, a sneakerhead is hood a classic.
0: Sneakerhead. It is, and uh, I was I actually wanted to look at how much they were, but I'm looking at the gamer.com right now. He's talking about these shoes. The and it, re- yeah. uh, and it, it references the original post and on Twitter about the shoes, and then they had like a link. It was from Fila, U- at Fila USA, uh, and this is what they said. Fila has teamed up with Paramount Pictures to launch the Ray Tracer Evo X Sonic 2, a unisex slip-on sneaker inspired by the iconic Sonic shoe as seen in the film Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's now available at a link, and then you go to the link, and this is what it says: "Page not found." Damn. They and uh, according to the article on thegamer.com, they sold in less than 24 hours, and they had already taken it down off the site. You couldn't, couldn't even navigate it within one day. You couldn't even navigate to that site anymore. So,
2: so there was there was nothing on price at all. You couldn't find the price one.
0: I couldn't find a price. How much they were? I I'd, I'd imagine they were probably at least a hundred dollars i'm like sh- they gotta be right you know, they're sonic licensed fila shoes right
2: a hundred well if i'm if i'm thinking from like a just like a normal brand yeah but if i'm thinking from like a sneakerhead like point of view where they're getting like the new like Air jordans or something like that you know
1: yeah
2: i'm like, oh they could easily hit like 200 though right yeah
0: but they're just they're just sonic shoes i i'm I, you, oh, I see it. You, I see it. You may be. 110. 110? You found it?
2: Yeah, it was 110. Uh, I found it on nintendowire.com.
0: Hey, hey, I was right there, man. 100 bucks? 110? 100
2: bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad.
0: I, I wouldn't have bought them, but I definitely would have considered it.
2: If I was a Sonic, like, you know, big fan, maybe. But, like, they are, they're not they are not bad looking shoes. they
0: are They're pretty shoes. They're pretty.
2: They're decent-looking shoes. Yeah. My my thing is, like, I don't know what I'd wear with them. I wear a lot of – like, I wear, like, gray yeah. or black shoes most of the time yeah. because I'm one of those guys who buy their shoes, get them, like, super dirty, mm-hmm. refuse to clean them, and refuse to change my outfit to match them.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's not much more to say about the shoes other than I'm, I wish I could. If they were cheaper, maybe if they were like sixty dollars shoes, I probably yeah. and if it didn't sell out immediately, I probably would have bought them.
2: So here's my question, right? Like yeah. if you if you were able to buy the shoes, right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: Would you a buy the shoes and then cosplay as Sonic the Hedgehog? No. By taking off all your clothes and painting your body blue? Nope. No.
0: <laughs> Take off all my clothes and paint. I would be naked. I, would I
2: be... mean, you know, you know, like the. Uh, they, they got like the the paint, yeah. and like they paint over their like privates and everything. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. It, it looks like they got clothes, but they ain't got no clothes. Yeah, no. You do that, but with like like a like a blue fur
0: if, pattern. <laughs> if I did that, I would cosplay as the the Sonic that they They were gonna use in the movie before they they redid the character design. <laughs> the ugly looking Sonic. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's who I would. Oh
2: God. With. That, oof, that's a scary one right there. Oh, yeah.
0: It would be even scarier if it was me.
2: Now I, now, so, here's the thing. Like, if I could find these shoes scalped for, like, $500 and I get them for you, right? Yeah. You'll cosplay for me, right?
0: Uh, if you bought them for 500 bucks, <laughs> I would do it for you.
2: Hell I, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm going to go find them right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, <I> wanna, <laughs> while you look for these Sonic shoes on eBay, I'm going to talk about what CD Project Red has confirmed. Uh, they confirmed that the next Witcher game is coming out. You told me you haven't played the Witcher games or you haven't really liked them.
2: I, so here's here's my thing, right? I don't like uh, medieval fantasy games. Mm-hmm. So for me, like trying to get into it was like, eh, like I'm not really feeling it. It's not really my thing, you know. Like I don't like the, the art style really. It, like there's nothing wrong with the art. I think the game looks beautiful. Right. It's just like medieval like. Like, castles and, like, structures and stuff to me just doesn't look appealing. And then, um...
0: You don't like running around fighting monsters and...
2: Oh, I love... So Wait a minute, wait a minute. My favorite game is Monster Hunter. I love running around fighting monsters, right? (laughs) That's my favorite thing. But, um... I have to say, like, the inventory, where, like, you have, like, limited inventory and, like, it gets full after a while... That's something to me that's kinda of off putting. I don't want to like do all that. I don't want to like manage my stuff. And then I'm just not big into open world either. So like it's like three things that just don't really appeal to me. Just because like my personality and like my like time schedule and stuff, you know?
0: And I think that's why we are perfect together, because I'm the complete opposite. I love the medieval fantasy aesthetic. I love the world building they do because they build off of the books, which I own the first three books now. Uh, This game... Well, the show actually made me a fan of the world, and then I got the game. The game made me double down on it, and now I got the books, which is what both of them are based off of.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And it's just... I love everything about it, and I love open world. It's a huge world. There's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of quests. So much so, like, I haven't went back and played it, and I know... It's like one of those games, like I never went back and beat Fallout 4 because, you know, I, I'm i afraid that I'm going to get in there and like I'm going to be like, where's all my stuff? I put it in a chest somewhere and I'm never going to remember what it is. <laughs> and then it's like I I played way too much before to where if I if I restart it, even though I don't remember anything about it, I know it's going to take forever to get anywhere relatively close to where i was
2: oh god yeah
0: but uh yeah and the real they haven't said much about this new witcher game except for the image that they posted about it which i will put in the chat here pretty cool pretty cool oh, new cool. saga begins as it says
2: yeah that's cool that's cool
0: and then uh they said that they're using the unreal engine 5 the new unreal engine to build the game cool building. yeah
2: I'm sure the game's going to look phenomenal.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you? So they had like when the Matrix Resurrections was coming out in last December, they had a free Matrix demo where they were showing off the Unreal Engine 5.
1: Yeah. Did you
0: play that?
2: I didn't play it, but I saw like um, on YouTube they were talking about it, and it really made me hope they were going to make a Matrix game. I was like, oh, please tell me they got one down the pipeline because I'd buy that in a heartbeat, bro. That looks so good.
0: Oh, yeah. And from what I played, I mean, they had Keanu Reeves and I forget what her name is who plays Trinity. But they had them come in and they, they were in the game and they were showing off the Unreal Engine 5 and it plays pretty well, but you don't really get to do a lot other than just like driving and moving around. But you, you get That's the concept, sure. so I'm really excited for Unreal Engine Five.
1: Yeah, Excuse
2: definitely. It, it looks beautiful, like mm-hmm. the uh, reflections off the water in that game, and oh, off yeah. the, like the car. Like they had like um, like you could see like the buildings and everything like off of the the rays that hit and reflect off with like the shiny door of your new car. Yeah. My my only thing was like I wish they had like some nicer like um physics in the game. Because, like, the way they were driving the car and everything like that was very, like, you know, basic controls. I was hoping they, I was going to get some more, like, GTA driving out of that, like, demo. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. I think, did they have collision in that game? So, like, if you slammed into another car, like, you'd bend up, like, the front and stuff?
0: Uh, I do remember the cars getting damaged. And I also do remember, and I don't remember them blowing up, but I do remember if you damaged your, like, car enough, the car would just stop working and then you'd have to get a different car
2: damn that's lame i i wanted the cars to like blow up or like you know i
0: don't remember but some I, of that effect i only played it for like 20 minutes back in december whenever it came out and it was i mean it was just that fast it's not that much to do in a, a demo like that essentially
2: i wish you could hit the people too like i remember seeing gameplay and like you would just drive through the people yeah, and they would just like turn to code mm-hmm. I was like that's lame. Come on man, give me that cool open world like don't 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 hit like 30 people in a row.
0: I'm I want I that's why I'm really excited to see what uh CD Project Red does with the Unreal Engine 5 cuz I mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember what Unreal Engine they used or whatever they used for The Witcher 3, but w- that game was in my opinion phenomenal on that. So Here's hoping they don't pull a cyberpunk on this game. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to uh, the Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. I I showed you the gameplay trailer a few months ago uh, for that, where the Suicide Squad, it's made by Rocksteady, who made Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Also Also the
2: best studio ever.
0: Yeah, and Batman Arkham VR, they made that too.
2: Oh, I remember playing that. That was fun.
0: Yeah. So they made those games and this is going to take place in that universe, the Suicide Squad. And from the trailers, it shows like it's it seems like Brainiac has mind-controlled the Justice League and you are playing as Deadshot, King Shark, uh Captain Boomerang and Harley Quinn and your objective is to kill the Justice League. And it takes place Mm. in the Arkhamverse, which is really cool. But unfortunately, it was supposed to come out this year, but now it's been pushed back to spring 2023. This is the official by Rocksteady head Sefton Hill. We've made the difficult decision to delay Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League to spring 2023. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience.
2: That is the most depressing news.
0: Yeah, it it was originally announced uh, August 2021, and it was going to come out for the PC, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X/S. Uh, but now, at that point, it was announced in August 2021 that it was coming out for those platforms. Which do they means- give a date at all? Yeah, they were like, it's supposed to come out like I think the original release date was like summer 2022.
2: That's when, what I thought, right? Summer.
0: Yeah, so spring. So they're essentially pushing it back three quarters of a year back.
2: Sucks, man. That sucks.
0: But when Rocksteady pushes games back, they have a real reason to. Because if you remember back to Batman Arkham Knight, I feel I don't remember how long it was originally or it was eventually pushed back to, but I feel like it ended up being over a year, maybe even a year and a half. But that's because they were having troubles with the other versions like the pc version if you remember at launch was awful even still today the pc version of batman arkham knight is still really messed up but it had an awful launch on the pc like people couldn't play it uh it it was super buggy but they they were trying their best to make it possible but the uh at the best that it could be but at one point they you know they have to make due on their investment it's been years in the ba- making their xbox one and their ps4 version work perfectly fine they just got to put it out and hope the pc gamers don't hate them which the pc gamers uh hate them, hate them. so <laughs> i'm sorry rock for all the pc gamers out there they hate you i'm ai was about like, to say
2: like is the new game gonna be like that or are they gonna be like fully optimized this time for pc
0: the, they would not Oh wow. I'm hoping they would not allow themselves to make that same mistake again. Because Batman Arkham Ooh. Asylum and Arkham City as far as I'm aware did not have that big of an issue with uh the PC versions. Uh, uh and I mean, you know, they're they're old gen. So they they weren't like breaking anything. But uh yeah. I think enough technology has come out in how many years has it been since Arkham Knight came out? Like 7 years.
2: Uh, jeez I like, i don't even know how yeah. old that that's old now
0: yeah here I'll, I'll look up batman arkham knight yeah seven years this year uh jeez. It, so this october i'm pretty sure it came out in october so this october it will be seven years old and uh it looks phenomenal uh but back then i'm sure the i don't know how the pcs handled a game like that but the pc could definitely handle a game like this now pcs technology is through the roof with ps5 and xbox series x right behind it so i uh i'm i'm sure sefton hill along with everyone at rocksteady is going to make sure the suicide squad game doesn't miss the mark well
2: here's my thing right because pc i feel like has always been like above console in terms of like what it can run like you know the horsepower alone is always higher because like what you can do and what you can optimize in PCs is like way past the budget of like a normal person for like a, a console, right. right? So I don't understand, cause my thing is developers aren't taking enough time to like program these games and like convert them to the PC platform properly mm-hmm. before they do for like the consoles. Like they take all this time and effort to make sure the consoles are good. But then when they throw it on PC, it's always like, ah, just, like they half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really been showing up nowadays. Like some games are just like poorly optimized. And I, I've seen it like on some Microsoft games like um, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite did not run that well on PC, but it runs great okay. on Xbox, of course. You know, like, oh, can't have it running bad on Xbox.
0: Well, for sure. Yeah.
2: And it, it just, it's like, it just feels like a kick in the nuts because it's like, why am I buying this game? If it's gonna run horribly, because like the devs are like whoever decides, like, oh no, well, we don't want to make it good for that platform, mm-hmm. you know, because that that's what it usually comes down to. It's not usually like oh a horsepower thing. It's more of a, oh we we just didn't know what to do to like get the port running good, you know. So we kind of just gave up. Yeah,
1: so that's
0: uh, that
2: that's what I'm scared about. I'm I'm scared that they're gonna give up.
0: Yeah, I I don't I don't know I. I all we can do is hope for the best and <laughs> cross our fingers till next spring. I'm gonna imagine probably a March or April release next year.
2: But um, yeah, I I hope so. I hope it's I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. I hope there's not an extra delay. Yeah. And I hope it's something maybe we can play together because it's um co-op or like multiplayer.
0: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it is. They had I don't know. I, it's it's gotta be that you have four right. different characters.
2: I was about to say like you got to be able to like jump online with some friends and play that cuz it I, sounds like a blast. I just hope it runs well.
0: I cuz the the way I'm hoping it's not like the 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 Avengers game that's out right now. Uh you, you can play with friends of course in that game and you can choose your character. But what I hate, what I absolutely hate about that the Avengers game made by uh the people who made the Final Fantasy game whatever. Uh their name is
2: Wait, Square Enix? Square is that what you're talking Enix, about?
0: yeah, Square Enix.
2: Because you said Final Fantasy, and I was just yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, but who yeah. made Avengers, though? <laughs> Crystal,
0: yeah, <laughs> Crystal Dynamics. So, so what I absolutely hate that Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix didn't do in the Avengers game is when you're just playing a mission by yourself, you, and you bring three characters with you, like you, let's say that you you're like I'm playing as Captain America and I want Iron Man, uh, Hulk and Thor to come with me, right? When you oh. get into the mission, you can't switch characters. I absolutely hate Whoa. that. Yeah. What? It, it's oh, not that's like Awful. yeah. And I I when I first got the game and I played it and I went uh, I must be missing a button. So I looked it up. Nope, can't do it. It's not a function of the game. I hope oh. I hope this game and the Batman. Or the Gotham Knights game that's coming out this year, I hope it has the ability to switch characters as you're playing it. Because I don't want to have to not a
2: feature. Yeah. That's like that's such a miss on their part. You know, if that if that's not a feature, people are gonna be outraged. Like I'm gonna be outraged. I'm gonna be like, wait, wait a minute, I wanna play King Shark, you know? Yeah. We Shark. mean like a big dead shot because mm-hmm. I thought he'd be like a good starter and I know I can't switch to King Shark.
0: Yeah, and I That's, I, that's awful. I, I would like if you could also like Let's say you're setting up Deadshot for a shot, right? And then you yeah. switch to King Shark or something. I'd like for you to still be able to be like, hey, Deadshot, I don't want you to go into AI mode and like start wandering. You could have him just stay there, like he's posted up there.
2: Oh, like because, commands and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. keep him up there, and then you do your thing as King Shark, and then quick switch back. And then, yeah, or, yeah. or you can just tell him to take out the guy he was aiming at. That'd be really cool.
2: Yeah, it'd be nice, and it's kind of hard, because I know a lot of games, they always try and implement stuff like that, and it just never comes out the way they, like, imagined it, yeah. you know? Like, um, what was it? I think it was Dragon Ball Battle of Z, and it was, like, you got to, like, pick a team. You were one character, and you had just, like, two AI that was, like, with you to, like, fight, right? Mm-hmm. And you go into the battle, you start beating people up. And there was, like, a button, like, that you could press to, like, tell your people, like, be more on attack, be more on defense, be more like this, right? Yeah. But, like, you couldn't really tell what they were doing. Like, the AI wasn't strong enough to, like, oh, you need me to defend? And then they die. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> And yeah. you're like, oh, well, you guys are useless. You guys don't know what the hell you're doing. You know? And then you get, like, you get, like, raw-dogged by, like, three of the, like, super tough, like, AI because, like, all your teammates died and it's just you.
1: Yeah.
2: And, I- like... Well, things have definitely progressed past that point. But, like, AI feel like has never really gotten past that point. Like, so, some games, the AI is great. But other games, like, I don't know. And especially if it's, like, a superhero game, it's like, ooh, I, I don't know. Like, are they going to put the budget into it? Like, because I know some of them, some of these, like, uh, what, Guardians? Yeah. Guardians, like, that, that game was surprisingly good. And, like, it had a good budget. I didn't play it, but, like, I yeah. saw one of my friends playing it. And, like, watching it play, I was like, okay, this this looks like a decent game, you know?
0: I didn't play that one, but I know Naughty Dog, their AI system is pretty okay. Pretty darn okay. Like, from um. Uncharted and The Last of Us games, I I think their AI system is something we should be building off of. Whatever they're doing is what we should be building off of. It definitely needs more improvements. Yeah. But, like, they're pretty good. And, like, uh BioShock Infinite. If you remember uh what's the chick that's running around with you, Elizabeth or whatever. Uh she's fantastic. She goes oh, around she... and she's like uh she doesn't get hurt or she's not getting attacked all the time. She goes and hide, but also it's like, oh, you're running low on salts, she'll throw some salts at you. Uh if she finds mm, a coin, okay. she'll throw you a coin. Or if like you're running low on ammo, mm. she'll throw you some ammo or some health. But we need some like form of that.
2: I had to say some of these guys, right? Some of these guys are like, they got top-notch AI, right? They know how to do it. But then there's other guys, and, like, you see how big they are, and you're like, what's going on? Like, you guys have, like, horrible AI, like uh, Bethesda yeah. or EA games, you know? Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: EA is awful
2: <laughs> at AI. You're like, what is this, man? Like, What this, is your problem, this is EA? not working. Like, remember, Um, I'm not sure if you played it. Did you ever play Army of Two? No army of two like i think the ai in that game was like half and half you know and i was just like man this game is like like a single player game well like you could do a co-op but like most people are gonna play single player and you have this like second guy wandering around with you and you gotta like give him commands and stuff like that and the ai just like it just wasn't there like it's it's never gonna like feel how it would if you just had that extra buddy with you you know
0: yes yeah, so- and that's all i'm missing I I, I want to move on shortly, but I I do want to talk about the the um, the Gotham Knights. But I do talking about AI. I just want to bring up Resident Evil Four, the uh the girl that's following you around the president. I'm pretty sure she was like the president's daughter or whatever. She's pretty. Okay. She's pretty okay. You you just tell her to hide, and then you know you you kill all the zombies. But like you can unlock, or I I don't remember remember if it was just New Game Plus, or you can just unlock it while you're playing. But you can unlock a suit of armor which the zombies can't pick her up in it so they'll like attempt to just pick her up and then they'll fall over and then you can kill them while they're on the ground (laughs) trying to get back up that's hilarious and it adds a cool mechanic to the game i like stuff like that but um, that's funny uh the gotham knights game that is still supposed to come out this year october 25th uh that's the game that's you can play as nightwing batgirl robin or red hood and it's, mm. and it's not in the Arkhamverse. It's in a different universe. And these, this was made by the people who made Batman Arkham Origins, which was in the Arkhamverse. But this one isn't. And it's like in a world where uh, Batman has died and he has left the safety of Gotham in Nightwing Batgirl Robin and Red Hood's hands. And I just want to point this out. Uh, Eurogamer.net on this article that I was reading from about the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. He called it yeah. uh he referred to Batman Arkham Origins as Batman Arkham oranges <laughs> i
1: don't
0: i don't I don't heck, know if that no was heck. on purpose uh and he wanted to see if anyone would notice or if he was doing speak to text <laughs> and it thought he said oranges." But that's, I just think that's really hilarious. I just want to point that out.
2: You had to pre-read it before you like post it. And he's like, ah, it looks good enough to me. Yep, looks good Skim enough. Skimmed it real quick.
0: <laughs> As I say uh, at work, it's good enough for government work. <laughs> All right. And then uh, I want to head over to a, a segment I'd like to call the trailer park. The Ooh. Uh, (laughs) let's get let's so we're in the trailer part now this segment is uh we're gonna watch a trailer we've already kind of done that with uh the deleted scene discussion but that wasn't a trailer that was actual deleted scene but the the thing in question is is the hogwarts legacy they put out the gameplay trailer and uh it seems pretty cool i don't know if you want to watch the whole thing but I, uh, I'm not really too excited for this game. I know a bunch of people who are. I really like Harry Potter, but uh, I've had I've played my fair share of licensed Harry Potter games when the game the movies were coming out, and they kept making the games based off of the movies. They were just mm-hmm. cash grabs, and I'm afraid that that's what this game's going to be. Kind of like how Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix did with the Avengers. They've they've definitely tidied up that game now. But it was, it just seemed like an awf, uh, an awful game at the time because it totally is just a, a cash grab. But here I you go. Uh, I'm posting the link here to the state of play gameplay.
2: All right, give me one sec. I see it here. I'm going to click it in three, two, one. Oh, there's a big boy. 15 minute clip here. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to play from a certain point or no, do you want no. me to watch the trailer and then...
0: I'm skipping to I'll tell you where I'm skipping to I'm at 609
2: all right I'll skip to 609 here
0: I haven't watched this really either so that's pretty cool
2: yeah yeah I I was about to say I've oh okay so I've oh my oh that's cool so you can combo
0: oh yeah good so it was that's cool in the part that we skipped, the part that I watched in the first four mm-hmm. minutes, they used Accio a lot, which I was like, oh, so you, you can just spam one reliable uh, enchantment, which is really sad. Oh,
2: did you just see that? He, that, like, that teleported tight. using the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tight. I remember watching the movies, and watching the movies, I was like, "Wizards are pretty cool, but at the same time, I wasn't, like, interested in gameplay, but, like, th- this is, like, what would make me more interested to be a wizard, you know? Because they're, they're fighting, like, combos and stuff, you know? Yeah. Damn, these are the thunder strike.
0: Gonna bring down the thunder.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Accio. That's cool. So you got AoEs. You got ones that kind of cut people from afar. They said they had, like, the, what, the enchantment kind of one where they, like, hold you still?
1: Yeah oh
0: uh, i i've paused it i've had enough
2: <laughs> okay that's fine yeah yeah i, I was actually surprised he sent like the 15 minute one i'm like, okay yeah we can go through it if you want but no, like no, 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 whew, no, no. I, that's a lot of harry potter it, i like i like harry potter but like i'm not like some of these people who are like you know get the whole like wardrobe set up yeah they buy the wand at universal for like 200 no i and I like walking around.
0: I have a wand. It wasn't two hundred dollars. It was like forty bucks. I have the elder wand, which if how you remember, if you remember, it was the most powerful one. How
2: much is the one where you like interact with stuff around the park?
0: I'm pretty sure that it was either forty or sixty bucks, one of those two. But yeah, that it's just about it. I think it's more if you build your own.
2: You can build one. All- I thought I thought the ones you could get. Uh, like the older one and stuff like that was considered. like uh no,
0: no no the character ones i think are a little bit cheaper than the if you go do the getting a, or a wand choosing you because you know that's like the whole thing so i think maybe a little bit more if you go get your own but i just walked up to a shelf that said albus dumbledore and then i grabbed it and then i purchased it and then i left <laughs> because
1: it was did dumbledore you get the, the
2: robe did you get the robe
0: no no i'm it's florida universal studios is in florida you think i'm gonna walk around in a robe when it's, what like if it's not, not
2: raining <laughs> you could use it to protect your clothes
0: no then it'll just be soaked because it's like it's it's definitely like cotton or something it'll just be soaked and then i'll have wet soggy heavy you robe weighing me down
2: you can't just like wave your wand and dry that shit off like i don't see the issue here man
0: <laughs> did you ever take like what house you are the quiz
2: uh no.
0: Oh dude, you. One of these days we're gonna have to get you to do it. Uh, I'm okay. in house Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw? Yeah, that's the smart okay. people. Smart people.
2: I wanna be smart. Can't be Ravenclaw. Uh,
0: you you don't choose. It's cho the the house chooses you.
2: Okay. I just don't want to be Hufflepuff.
0: Oh yeah. Well, huh? I don't think you're a Hufflepuff. You might end up Go. actually even being Slytherin.
2: Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Amen, amen. I'm just saying, when I'm playing Halo, when I'm playing Halo, and they put me on Team Cobra, I'd be feeling a certain way, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm skipping through this trailer a lot, just like skipping through. Like you can make potions. There's broom flying. Uh, there's dueling. There's all like the combos you can do. The only thing is, so in the first four minutes that I watched before, just to get a sense for this trailer before the episode. I saw a lot of Accio, which is the one that you're, you're calling on something. So you'd say, like, Accio lamp, and the lamp would come at you, whatever. So they yeah. were using Accio a lot and just, like, grabbing barrels and then throwing them at people. And I'm like, oh, so I can see this is probably going to be really lame. I'm going to be like, oh, let me grab that explosive barrel for that. Oh, another time where I'm going to need an explosive barrel, just using the same basic mechanic. But it did seem like there are a lot more spells and enchantments than uh, the Throughout the part that we did watch, there's mm. crafting or something it looks like there's a lot of free roam,
2: yeah um, i'm I'm hoping there's either like an element similar to like Skyrim where you can either enhance the like spells that you have to be stronger, yeah, or like you just get cooler new spells, I, but like yeah, it looks like they got some cool creatures that you can use for like random things, yeah, or you can use um like potions. I saw some guy use like a rock potion, it looked like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, I, so it, it looks like a, two things. Like It looks like not just Harry Potter, but a Fantastic Beasts game as well.
0: Yeah. Because I'm know, looking at
2: some of these beasts. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, this game looks like it has a lot of replay value. Because at one point uh, in the trailer, it shows that you can get put into any of the houses. And if it's something mm. you can either choose or just change, like if it's a personality thing, like you answer questions and it's like, hey, this would be your house. Uh, yeah. it, it would add a lot of replay value. And I I would love it if it was kind of like with those infamous games, you could choose whether you want to be a dark wizard or like uh, a a good wizard.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. People I love don't really infamous do those man.
0: mechanics anymore. With the you could choose to be evil or good.
2: Yeah, and those those are always fun. You know, I like those games would actually get me to play twice. Yeah, and I don't play a lot of games twice. <laughs>
0: and. Uh I don't rem- I can't remember but if did Infamous 2 like you could either start with whether you were a bad or a good person in the first game like it would pick up differently the beginning would be different based off of how you played last time
2: I last don't time. remember I don't think so I think um I think it picked up as if you were like the good guy old old time cuz I think it I think in Infamous 1 like if you picked like the bad route or something like that or was it Infamous 2? It wasn't it one of the games where if you picked the bad route and you got all the way to the end, you just, like, died or some shit?
0: Yeah, Infamous 2, I think if you did, like, the good route or the bad route, uh, you died or something.
2: Which I, I think th- one of the routes was actually canon, and yeah, that's what it picked up the, off I'm
0: of. I'm pretty sure the good route is canon, and with, like, the infamous First Light game and all those games that came out after that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the good route, or the good route, you might have died in that one. He might have, like, sacrificed himself or something.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I I think in two, you die regardless. Yeah. But I think in one, like, if you picked the good route, it was, like, the canon route. And then if you picked the bad route, like, something either bad happened to you or, like, you did something but, like, it wasn't canon. And it didn't, like, show anything in the second game when you came back and back to it. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I don't remember, it's been too long. Those are good games. I'll play them again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm looking when is this game supposed to come out? This Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Red Legacy release date. It's coming out sometime this year, twenty twenty two. It's not a specific date. I I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna actually cause like with the Avengers, I pre-ordered it and I was really disappointed in it and I should have just waited for the reviews. yeah this game I'm gonna wait for the reviews. It's been right. a while since I did that. I'm gonna see what other people think about it and if people are like it's a great game, you need to play it. Then I'll then I'll get it, but I'm not like I'm not rushing to GameStop to pre-order this game.
2: Pre-ordering just isn't worth it anymore, man. Like, like honestly, like all the small little like bonus stuff that you get just to like find out the game was either like really bad or like broken. It's just not worth it, you know. Like just just wait. Why bother putting money down until you see like a review saying the game's decent? or like you watch like a friend play it or something like that, you know, and then just make up your mind there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hurt too much. You're not missing out on anything really.
0: I like and like that, digital that, age. Yeah, I like, like that just, bonus stuff, but usually it comes out like if at the end like if they make a game of the year edition or something or a complete edition that it'll be on there anyways. It, you just had it sooner than everyone else essentially.
2: Yeah. And a lot of the stuff is kind of minimal. It doesn't really add anything like too big to the game. Yeah. Like you might get like a skin and like, you might just drop the skin when you find something cooler in game.
0: Oh yeah. That, that happens all the time. It's like oh, you I'm get sorry. some exclusive piece of armor, but it, it sucks. Like 10 <laughs> minutes into the game, you find something better that looks super ugly, but it's way stronger. Right. Right. But yeah, that's about going to do it for the trailer park. I want to head to our next and final segment of the episode the rumor mill rumor has it mm. I actually, I actually did the, uh, th- this segment's going to be all rumors no facts it's all just going to be maybe it is going to happen maybe it isn't i'm i'm keeping it just dc rumors because it was a dc heavy episode uh so if you're hearing marvel uh rumors and you're like why isn't he mentioning this that's because uh, I'm I'm gonna save it for the next episode. So the the first uh, the first set of rumors I want to talk about. This is, I said earlier that I was gonna talk about the Flash more. This is where these rumors are mostly heavily coming from. Is that movie? Like I was saying earlier, the Flash is usually the person who sets the standard and the the direction of universes. That seemingly the same for this movie. So uh, they they've been uh, allegedly doing some test screenings of the movie, that of what they've got right now. They've been doing some test screenings already and gauging people's reactions. And these are some people that have, are, this is what they're saying about what they saw. So in one report comes from a YouTuber. Her name is Grace Randolph. And she apparently, from what I understand, uh, I'm guessing from all this information she has, she went and saw one of these test screenings. This is in a tweet. And she says, I am not going to ruin the Flash movie, which seems awesome, by the way. Michael Keaton is still the new Batman. The door is left open for Batfleck to return at some point. Still no Henry Cavill. Uh, and again, take this with... She says, essentially, at the end, again, take this at a grain of salt. Because, you know, the movie's still over a year away. So people, just like her, have been reporting all over the internet that they've been to a test screening... And, uh, all these things are happening that Henry Cavill's not in the movie. It's yet another movie where Henry Cavill could have been in it and he's not Superman again, which is ridiculous. I absolutely love him as Superman. I don't know why they wouldn't use him. Ben Affleck was originally, apparently going to be killed off because, you know, Ben Affleck, he, he wiped his hands of the character, right? This was supposed to be his final movie. He was going to say goodbye so the, the rumor was he originally that he was going to get killed off. That way Ben Affleck can wipe his hands of the character completely. And mm-hmm. Michael Keaton could just be the sole new Batman of the universe. What my speculation was, was they were going to do some kind of like flash point or crisis on infinite earths kind of thing where, mm-hmm. uh, or some kind of big multiverse thing like Michael Keaton's universe is in trouble and, you know, the flash is over there trying to say, help save him, And then the Batman comes over and Batman dies and they can't save Michael Keaton's world. And then Michael Keaton just comes back to ours and he just replaces Batman. That's what I imagine. But apparently uh, Mike or Ben Affleck had the best time. He said he had of all the times he played Batman. This movie was his best time playing it. He absolutely had a great time. That's cool. After that, seemingly he has changed his mind and wants the door to be left open for uh, him to return.
2: Oh, cool! Hey, I mean, if he's willing to do some more, right? Yeah. With the right, it really shows. Like with the right people, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know what? I I do want to keep playing Batman. Like it really takes just the right kind of people.
0: Yeah, if we end up doing that episode about behind the scene madness for comic book movies, we'll have to talk about the Justice League in there because. Oh my gosh, there was so much stuff going on behind the scenes with Ray Fisher and Gal Gadot and uh, Ben Affleck with J- Joss Whedon. Uh, that movie probably was a huge turnoff for him for playing Batman. And you can definitely see it in his performance in that movie. It didn't seem like he was putting it all in. Like If you watch Batman v. Superman, he's really bringing it when it comes yeah. to acting-wise. But he, he, he it didn't seem as well-acted in the Justice League, essentially, because he wasn't having a good time, so he wasn't putting all of his effort into it. But I'm glad that, seemingly, he's wanting the door to be left open, but I'm really sad that Henry Cavill is not... What do you think about Henry Cavill as Superman?
2: I like Henry Cavill as Superman. He's pretty cool. Like, I don't really like Superman as, like, a hero. Like, to me, he's just not the, like, the coolest one, right? But, like, I, I did... Yeah, he, he's white bread, you know, and yeah. I'm I'm a more of a multi grain kind of guy. I'm <laughs> yeah. More of a like an Italian loaf, you know what I'm saying? I want, yeah, I want some I want some flavor on the table. Some you know what I'm saying? When I when I win that character? bread, when I win that bread, yeah. and I bring it home, because that's me. I'm the breadwinner.
0: Oh, you are. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know when I'm the breadwinner and I bring your actual home to the table, uh-huh. I want to make sure that bread to be tasting different. I want people to think about that bread. They're like, man, how much? Like this is like that, like once in a lifetime lottery bread. He won. Like this is crazy. Lottery
1: bread. <laughs> <What>? Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> like I won you the win bread.
0: When the lottery, you get a loaf of bread, and it's the best bread in the world.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like it's. Think about it as like million dollar birthday fries. Oh, but million, like million you could win it all fries. like any day of the year, you know? Oh, it's part of the lottery.
0: Million dollar. I totally forgot about million dollar <laughs> birthday fries. You forgot about Uncle Moe? Uncle, Uncle Moe. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> Uncle Moe and his birthday <laughs> fries.
2: Oh, oh but. Man. Well, b- back on topic, though. Back on topic. Yeah. Henry Cavill, for sure. I think he was a great Superman. I, I enjoyed his performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just a pretty cool guy overall, you know? Yeah. So, like, like him not being Superman, I'm like, man, I mean, all right. But, like, who's going to replace him?
0: I-, like, I hope no one. If they're just not going <laughs> to, because they have Supergirl in the Flash movie coming out. And the you rum- think
2: you think Superman is going to become Supergirl, and that's going to be it?
0: No, 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 no. I so the rumor, another set of rumors, which I don't have a an article pulled up here to reference, but I've seen it. A, a lot of people are are speculating that instead of having you know a Batman, because they have a Batgirl movie coming out too, they're yeah. going to have like Wonder Woman, Batgirl, and Supergirl be like the movies DC's Trinity instead of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman as it usually is, they're going to try to just go that route. Cause you know, Ben Affleck, you know, his, his future was at pretty much going to come to an end. Now it's going to be seemingly left open, but then, you know, they were going to have their girl power. You know, that's a way of the future. I get girls it. Girls Get it done. Yeah. G- girls get it done. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I think you should be able to have both. I think you should be able to have your cake and eat it too, or whatever the saying is.
2: I, I would like, I would like for more like dimensional stuff or just like how, like I would love for movies to be like spread out to a point where it's like a new season of like justice league unlimited towards like I watch one movie and like, here's the group of people in that movie. But then I watch another one and then like they expand on that group. They add some more cool people. Then a third movie, they either add some more people or they like really go in depth and show more character building between like the bigger groups, you know. Yeah. But like, it'd be cool if we could get Batman, Batgirl, Superman, Supergirl, you know, like Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, like what, like Green Arrow. Yeah,
0: Green Arrow. They were gonna have like Martian Manhunter.
2: Yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to like be in a DC universe with like the justice league over here mm-hmm. and then like the lantern Corps over there, you know, yep. the Atlantean somewhere down there and like, you know, we're all like, they're all like in this thing and like, they all like show up in each other's thing and like, hang out every once in a while. Like how you see in like the shows and the, like the animated movies, you mm-hmm. know? Cause a lot of like, a lot of the nerds who are like into it, like they know it's up. Yeah. So like they could, they could do a lot of this stuff, but like for people who like, Cause like they're trying to get a lot of like newer people in still. And it's, it's such a, like a slow burn mm-hmm. because it's like trying to get all these new people in just to, like see it the one time. All it does is it like leads to like uh, a slight bump in sales and then a reboot, like a couple years down and then a slight bump in sales and then a reboot. But like, we need to just begin. It's a little crazy, like multiverse stuff, you know, that's where like a lot of money's going to come through.
0: I think that's what they're hoping with, with the flash. But, It being pushed back, uh, I think it does have a lot probably to do with Ben Affleck because Michael Keaton, he was there uh, filming his part as Batman, his Batman, uh, for a couple months. But uh, Ben Affleck was only shooting for a few weeks, which implies Mm -hmm. he has a very, very small role, especially in comparison to Michael Keaton's Batman. I think the fact that he's open to it, maybe they're going to do some reshoots. Maybe they're going to change some stuff up. Maybe they really did film a death scene and now they've gotta film a scene where he doesn't die, he just maybe like retires and he's like, If you need me, I'll be there kind of thing. Maybe they're gonna do that. Uh it it does leave me to question Batgirl. So Batgirl's supposed to come out in December. I don't think it has an exact release date, but it's supposed to come out in like December of this year. And it was gonna come out a month after the flash, which is where Michael Keaton's Batman was gonna debut. And it was going to really tell you how he's existing in our universe. And if you remember, uh, Ben Affleck's Commissioner Gordon was played by J.K. Simmons in the Justice League. So Mm -hmm. Batgirl uh, in that movie, he's Batman, Michael Keaton, but it's also J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, which seemingly makes it seem like it's going to take place in the Snyderverse. Because it's Mm. J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon, and you know they were going to have Ben Affleck and Batman the month prior, or Michael Keaton as Batman in The the Flash the prior month. So it was making it seem like, yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. Michael Keaton's just going to become our Batman. But they moved back The Flash, but they didn't move back Batgirl. So is Michael Keaton's role in the universe going to be spoiled by Batgirl? Or is Batgirl just going to seem really confusing? Until you see the flash, like six months later.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I, that's 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 a lot to think about, right there.
0: Yeah, and I don't I don't know exactly if that movie's going to be pushed back because you're like maybe they'll push it back. That movie's not set to come out in theaters. That movie's going to be an HBO Max release. And, oh
2: wow, yeah,
0: yeah. So HBO Max might have a tighter hold on it, and they might it might be like a contractual thing where they can't push it back. So mm. if the Flash might be spoiled. Some parts of the Flash might be spoiled if they can't get Batgirl to be pushed back.
2: Yo, that's crazy, man. Jeez, I mean, I don't like. I want to watch Batgirl, but at the same time, I don't want to spoil the new Flash movie, which to me is more like important.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I. They did. There was some paparazzi photos of Michael Keaton's Batman and Batgirl taken, and I want to show you because I think they're super cool. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Me,
0: so there you go. So that's, uh, that's Michael Keaton's Batman.
2: Is that like, that looks like armor. Like, look at that suit.
0: Yeah. So if you remember here, I'll post a picture of his original suit.
2: That suit looks like it weighs a
1: ton.
0: Oh, for sure. His original suit, which definitely was more like armor, probably mm. weighed a lot. You, have you seen those Tim Burton movies? Yeah. Hey, here we go. This is what he originally looked like on the right. So as you can see, it's totally armor. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, it. I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, the Tim Burton looking Batman suit. And I was like, yeah, like that Tim Burton one did look like, it looked weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was kind of goofy looking. It looked very uncomfortable. It was funny. Like, I, I got a good laugh out of it.
0: So I, I wish I could find you a better version. But if you could see what I'm looking at here. um. It, it looks like the legs material, it's the same material Ben Affleck's suit in the Justice League movie was made out of. But then like mm. the top half, like the chest area looks more like his suit, Michael Keaton's suit. So it's like a mm. mixture with like the old, the old aesthetic, but with some of the new uh, technology and costume building that they have.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah okay. That's it, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So all that is the, those rumors for The Flash. But for the future after The Flash, the, big, the new big rumor is that they're building towards a storyline called Crisis on Infinite Earths. Have you ever heard of Crisis on Infinite Earths?
2: Yeah. Um, don't they have that animated?
0: They, no, they have Crisis on Two Earths animated.
2: Oh, that's the one I've seen.
0: Yeah, that's the one. you An-
2: infinite? No, I have not seen infinite.
0: So infinite is based off of a uh, a comic book of the same name, a set yeah. of comic books, which is now a graphic novel you can just go buy. But it's it was a it was a big uh, a big thing where the, their comic books were getting all over the place. They had like this storyline of Batman doing one thing, and then a different, completely different Batman being written by someone else doing another thing. This they have super old superman and this one and then they have young superman doing this and they were like we just need to we need to make something a little bit more cohesive and like bring it all together so the story was um there's a big threat in the multiverse uh called the anti-monitor which he's like a god and he has okay. dark matter and he's essentially just destroying all of the earths out of the infinite earths his dark matter is consuming all of the Earth's in the multiverse. So they get, like, mm-hmm. a group of heroes from the known comic books at the time. Old Superman, Young Superman, Batman, Supergirl, the Barry Allen, The Flash. They get all together, and eventually they end up stopping the anti-monitor. But then, when they do that, it resets the universe, and it makes, like, essentially, like, an Earth Prime. And it brings, like, characters that were from like essentially the fan favorites from all the different comics at the time and the comics and they put them into one universe. So So like the best
2: versions of every hero in like one universe.
0: Exactly. And there were a lot of major deaths like Barry Allen. He got hit with like uh, a disintegrating gun and he, yeah, he was running back like he was disintegrating and he was running so fast. This is a really cool part. Like he runs so fast as he's disintegrating, he runs back in time, and he ends up becoming the lightning bolt that strikes him and gives him his powers.
2: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so there's something cool like that. There was like the death of Supergirl. It's a very iconic image of Superman holding Supergirl in his arms. Mm. There's a lot of really cool stuff, but that that's the rumor is according to thedirect.com, uh, Warner Brothers is preparing. Uh, for a massive new slate of projects within the DCEU, many with major crossover potential down the road. It'll start with Black Adam and Shazam! Fury the Gods, and it'll be really set off in 2023's The Flash, which will change everything. The multiverse will be explored. Multiple worlds will converge upon each other, leading up to the big crisis event, which they have already done a crisis on Infinite Earths, Live action in the Arrowverse, they did a Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was amazing. Um, mm. I really enjoyed it. They had Brandon Routh, who played Superman in Superman Returns, he came back and played his Superman, uh, but like older. Uh, they had Supergirl, uh, Superman from the Arrowverse, Green Arrow, The Flash, The Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, John Constantine. They had just all these people came together and they eventually stopped the anti-monitor and uh spoiler alert. You don't care about spoilers for the Arrowverse, do you?
2: No, it's all right.
0: Uh, Green arrow. He was wrapped up in it. It ended up causing his death. That's how his character ended. He helped stop the anti-monitor and helped reset the multiverse. And it, he lost his life because of it. He sacrificed himself. To Damn. Damn. Yeah, but it was really cool because Supergirl slash Superman uh, and Black Lightning was part of it uh, because they have a Black Lightning show. Uh, They were all on different Earths, but then they Mm -hmm. they brought them all together. So like Black Lightning and then the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, they all ended up existing after post-crisis all on the same Earth, which was really cool. Okay. But it, it did wrap up some cool things, like they had a, a, a Flash show in the 90s, played by John Wesley Shipp, who actually plays Barry Allen's father in the, the current Flash Arrowverse show, and uh, they actually had him reprise his Barry Allen role, and he ended up doing his comic book thing where he disintegrates into a bolt of lightning, which was really cool. Huh. Yeah, they they and they you know Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in like the Arkham games, Justice League show, and the Batman the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually played the first and only live action Bruce Wayne appearance in the Arrowverse so far. Oh, okay. It was really cool. They thought he was going to be like this Batman that they needed. They go to his Earth and he's like in a Kingdom Come style like mech suit. And he's doing his Batman voice, which was really cool. But on his Earth, his Batman decided that killing was the way to go. So he was actually, like, a killing Batman, which... Oh. It was really cool because Supergirl goes into another room and sees, like, bloody Joker cards and, like, uh, all these other, like, villains with, like, blood and stuff, like, their memorabilia. But then she sees, like, Clark Kent's glasses, like, broken...
2: And oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Like, in he his killed world, Superman in that universe, he killed Superman. There's like a really Whoa. cool, really cool part. And he, in his Batman voice, she's like, You killed your best friend. And then he goes, Clark. He
1: goes,
0: <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just like, He thinks he was like pathetic. Essentially, like, he always thought we could be good.
2: Oh, no, um, man.
0: Dude, it That's was, hard to hear. Dude, it's, it was so cool, though. So cool.
2: Man. Oh, I bet. Definitely.
0: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's what the rumor is, that that's where the DC movies are heading. That's where they're hoping The Flash and Black Adam and Shazam Fury of the Gods and all their other DC movies will hopefully lead into, and then uh, eventually they'll make one big universe movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's all I got for this episode. Uh, uh, we covered a lot of stuff way longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a quick one-hour show, but we're leaning into the three-hour mark. Did, did you have a good time for our first episode? Oh, yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, so it was uh, a lot of fun. Went over a lot of stuff here. Definitely took a little bit of energy, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. uh. You know, I was, I was sticking with it, a lot of cool stuff. It, it was kind of fun hearing a lot of the stuff that, like, you know, I didn't really know about. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I'm definitely excited for some of this stuff and to hear more about it and kind of see how it grows through and just pray that nothing gets delayed.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has been. Yeah, it's uh, that DC film schedule shift that happened, like, a few weeks ago. And yeah. I will tell you, I was very disheartened by it, man. Mm-hmm. Just hope nothing like that happens again. Especially not for the Marvel <laughs> stuff. Which in the next oh, episode no. in the next episode, that's what we're mostly gonna be focusing on. This is a tease for the next episode. We're gonna be focusing what? a lot on Marvel stuff. Talking about the Marvel baby. All going right. in the Marvel. Uh, I don't really know where we're going to be uh putting these out to yet, but wherever it is, rate, subscribe, five stars. Uh, even if you don't think we're five stars, uh, we think we're five stars. So go ahead and just rate it for us just on your behalf that we, we would appreciate that. I <laughs> I really appreciate That's wild.
1: that. Uh, I can't
2: believe you just said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyways, I, I, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed your time here on uh, uh, the podcast. You have anything you want to say
1: before we close out?
2: Uh, no, um, stay easy with the breezy and you know, I'm going to be coming in. Looking a little sleazy.
0: <laughs> Bloopers. Alright, you ready for this? You ready?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. You know? Something like that. Yeah, some, you gotta I don't do know. the tongue twisters so you're not tripping
2: up. Peter, Peter picked something.
0: Peter pa- <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers.
1: <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah I, I, no,
0: that's what it is. All right, all right, here we go.
2: <laughs> we can have like a a clip, right? And that clip is just us like singing, you know.
0: Snack packs probably trademarked though.
2: <sighs> is it? Everything's it's, trademarked. It's
0: the pudding. It's the pudding.
1: Ah. Oh,
0: you know. Damn.
2: They gotta take everything, man.
0: <laughs> you you ready for this? You ready? Uh,
2: you ready? I don't know. I don't know. Now I gotta think of a name. Captain Snacky's pretty good though. But my friends call me Snacky Boy.
0: No, nope. no, they don't. But my friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but my friends call me Matumbo.
0: My friends. My girlfriend calls me Snacky Boy.
2: Snacky Boy.
0: Uh,
1: I, I did
0: recordings earlier for the, the rumor mill intro or the rumor mill, whatever bit. Uh, I, I just did all the like, stuff. I did. Like, oh, I was like,
2: about to say like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I did three different ones. I did one. There was like whisper, whisper, whisper. And another one where it was. <laughs> and then a, another one where I did something different. and I'm going to blend them all together.
2: To make oh, okay. Work. Okay. But yeah, I want, I want it. Like it would be so funny if you had one that was just like um from Total Drama Island, where it's uh like Lashana. That. Oh, you know, okay. So there was a girl named Lashana. And she was like this um this big black girl, and she was like hungry for these brownies in one episode, right? Yeah. And they had a killer. I, I can't remember which killer it Is but it, it, he's got like the ski mask and it's like shh shh shh. You know, what I'm talking
0: about oh Jason.
2: Jason, Jason. So like they're doing like a Jason like ripoff, right? Mm-hmm. And like like they're whispering, is whispering her name. It's like LaShana, LaShana, LaShana. <laughs> the brownies, the brownies, the brownies, the brownies. And it was like, what the? Okay. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh. <laughs>